Boom. Phew. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of the internet, planet Earth.
and parts. Some might call unknown. It is time for a what could be milestone episode of the House Divided podcast in a singular season, that is. Well, we know what it is in the singular season because yes. we've never made it this we've never made it this far. No, we have not. <laughs> episode... At least that we know. I don't know if we ever numbered them. Yeah, I don't know if we've <laughs> I think we started numbering them uh last season in season four. Right. <laughs> episode twenty of season five. We got ourselves a bit of a show. So oh boy. With that being said, what is up everybody? How y'all doing? Before we get into the show, Jordan, do you have an adult beverage of the week, even though we did not plan on doing an adult <laughs> beverage of the week? I actually, well, no, I just have coffee right now. <laughs> oh, well, I have a barrel-aged beer from Founders ah. called Fruitwood. I don't, I don't drink a lot of Founders, uh, honestly enough. I don't know why. There's not really a reason, but... I just I don't. They got some good stuff that I do like. Um, this is called Fruitwood. I will be sipping on this throughout the podcast tonight. It is a cherry ale aged with maple syrup, ma- aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. Mm. I saw this at the store last week, and um, I do like cherry ales. So this, and I like barrel aged beer. So barrel aged beer, yes. I don't. I've never gotten into the cherry stuff. No. If no, I think Sam Adams had one. If they have a cherry wheat, yeah, and it was all right, but it wasn't like my favorite, so I always overlook it. I think that's uh, available year round as well. So, I mean, I guess it's better than some some of the other Sam Adams stuff. So this is very good. Hey, you know what else? Coffee's very good too. Um, what's really nice about this and why I like this is they do use Michigan cherry. So everything, I mean, Founders, Michigan ah. Company. Yeah. So it tastes good. Let's roll on with the show, though. Um, stupid people say stupid things. We got some. Uh, this could be the I longest mean, segment of the show. Um. Also, do I have the could... notes up? I do. Good. Well, I don't know. I do. <laughs> I By do. the way, now that... Now that uh, Rob Parker's face is on the screen, did you see that I did try to get blocked by Rob Parker on the podcast account? Because apparently I'm not blocked there yet. Did you really? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, I'm blocked by Rob Parker in three different places. I might as well make it four. Right. I'm surprised Rob Parker hasn't blocked me yet. Uh, Literally, I thought in the past, all you had to do, uh, literally what got me blocked on the Motown Rundown account was I just simply replied to one of his tweets that said Kirk Cousins. That was it. <clears throat> and that was enough for him. This time I actually went deeper into the Kirk Cousins stuff and posted his uh, BS apology after his terrible Kirk Cousins article from 2008. Oh, Jesus. And I thought, as far as I know, let me check. Maybe I haven't checked all day. But this was yesterday. Oh, nope. Still not blocked. God damn it, Rob. Making this more difficult than it has to be. Just do what you need to do, Rob. Just block. Just do what's right. 
Uh, um, yeah, who wants anyway. to go first with stupid people say stupid things? I mean, I guess I have less, so I'll get these out of the way. Okay. Where do we start? <clears throat> Where in the world do we start? Okay, okay I'm gonna... Good luck with that. I'm gonna start here with a NASCAR one, but I'm going to leave out why this person thinks that this is going to happen. <clears throat> this comes from Boyd on Facebook. Um, profile picture is his dog. Okay. As is most stupid people. Not all stupid people. Or not all people that have pro their profile pictures as a dog are stupid. Vast majority of them are. Um, Facebook. This person... What? Facebook. That's all I got. Mm -hmm. This person says, I see a lot of wrecks happening. And this is where they name the reason, but I'm going to skip over that for now and have you guess in a second. <clears throat> Way to go, NASCAR, on making another bad decision. And yet they wonder why the sport is dying. <clears throat> now, this was a comment on video from the uh, Daytona test that they were doing a couple days this week. Um, yes, I saw that. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, it's all pictures from that. Eric Jones driving that car that's so, so dude. I mean, that's not going to be legal in the, in the, in the season. There's no chance. Like, that thing it was crab walking along the track. It's insane. All right. So why do you think that this person thinks that there's going to be a lot of wrecks? Be because go woke, go broke. I wouldn't have even been shocked if that was the reason. That seems to be a lot of uh, generate a lot of anger for NASCAR fans right now. So that's that was just my first assumption. That you know what's funny about that <clears throat> is that I, so the Daytona 500 always sells out their their tickets from the uh, you know from Daytona and from NASCAR. Yep. Uh, it did it a month early this year, and in years past, it's usually like the week before. <laughs> I did, I did see something about that on Twitter. I think it was maybe you that did tweet it, which is why I saw I it. I probably, I probably did. Yeah, they, um, it, they sold out the five hundred quicker than they ever have at their current capacity. <clears throat> so I mean, that's not working out all that well for. For the uh, the boycott NASCAR people, but anyway, any more guesses on why they, they, this person thinks there's going to be a ton of wrecks? They don't like <laughs> the new car. Um, sort of, not entirely. It's nothing to do with the next gen car necessarily. Inbreeding, <laughs> Alabama. I will just tell you here. This person says, I see a lot of wrecks because the spotter can't see the car numbers. Of course, hating on the new number placement on the cars, even though the numbers aren't any smaller. I... They are the same size as they have always been. And you want to know something? Don't they, they get a spotter guide? Every spotter for these drivers gets a guide that shows you what the car looks like, what every car in the field looks like. 
<laughs> I've, I've, you know, I really thought my um, in inbreeding was the, the I thought that was the right answer for that the question you were asking me. I figured I mean, this guy. I I genuinely believed that this guy's mother was also his grandma. I mean, in a way, that's that's what that comment is saying. Um, and that his sister was also his cousin. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the actual answer, and that this guy also played banjo uh, after dropping out of school in second grade. Yeah, um, I figured that was the answer. Yeah, no, apparently everyone's going to crash because the numbers got slid two feet forward. Go figure. Um, <clears throat> moving I... on to a topic that we know plenty about. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we talked about it earlier in the week. Uh, this is an, uh, a reply to Chad Finn, who simply says, David Ortiz should be one of the easiest yes votes in recent Hall of Fame history. No. God, oh, 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 God. In pops, Keith Olbermann. Oh, I thought you were about to say someone else. No, not Dan O'Shaughnessy, but that's basically what this is about. The fact that Dan O'Shaughnessy, who writes for the Boston Globe, uh, one of the seven Boston Globe people who have a Hall of Fame vote, yes, did not vote for David Ortiz. Uh, and in fact, the only player that he did vote for was Jeff Kent. Yep. <laughs> who has <clears throat> very similar stats to David Ortiz. His war is like 0.2 more. His batting average is 0.004 higher. But David Ortiz has 200 more career home runs. Yeah. I know which one I'd take. <clears throat> and let, like, let, let's, another note His on that. His name might rhyme that... with rapid puppies. It still doesn't work no matter how hard I try and make it work. No, it does not. Bit. Rapid, rab, rabid puppies. Yeah, there, there we, we go. go. Um, no. <clears throat> um, Keith Olbermann says, if you ignore the PEDs, <laughs> so we have to address each one of these individuals. <clears throat> um, David Ortiz, I think he had either, he was named in a report tied to PEDs. Back in like 2004, it, yes. Yeah, a long time ago. Um, and it was, but never, it was mentioned never what it was. What he took. Yeah. And then, what? Something and else. That was the only okay. test he ever possibly failed. Right, yes, and it wasn't even really a test. He was just implicated. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, because you can't test for something and nobody knows what it is. Um, no. Yeah, never took, never failed a test the rest of his career. So I don't want to hear it about, about PEDs. Uh, then Keith Olbermann says, and the war below Johnny Damon and John Olerud. Okay. <clears throat> well... He was okay. So David Ortiz, if he would have been in the field, would have been a defensive liability. We all know that. Yeah. Jeff Kent, <clears throat> on the other hand, was in the field and was a defensive liability. Also, yeah. Come on, <clears throat> come on. I, and and what? We're gonna keep someone out of the Hall of Fame because of war? Get out. 
And the all-star appearances equaling Elston Howard, who I don't even know who that is. We're, we're talking about all-star appearances when we're trying to get into the Hall of Fame now. <clears throat> like, it's just insane. Keith then says, and wraps up, he's just he just wasn't as good as Boston thinks. Neither one of us are Boston fans. And guess what? We think he's great. <clears throat> And David Ortiz hurt me in one of the worst ways possible with that Grand Slam in 2013. You hurt <laughs> Cleveland a lot of times. In the ALCS, yeah. Good God. <clears throat> uh, Sarge, I've just been too lazy to shave the past few days. Oh, so what the fuck is on Austin's face? Yeah, I've just been too lazy to shave the past, like, three days. So I've been too lazy to shave the last month, but then again, I don't grow facial hair all that fast, so that's yeah. not all that bad. So we'll move on from Keith Olbermann. Oh, God. I oh, like no. Keith Olbermann, too. He usually isn't. Yeah. Bad. He's, been in, he's been increasingly stupid as of late, I think. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's getting interesting. Following the trend of the internet. Pretty much. In general. Um, the Red Wings played the San Jose Sharks a couple nights ago. Was this the game that was, like, really bad? <laughs> bad in what way? Um, like a bad loss. <clears throat> one shot on goal in the first period. Bad. Um, no, I think that was a game prior. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it might have been. I don't remember because I was so distracted by the rest of what was going on with this game. Oh God! Continue. <clears throat> this game was on ESPN Plus. Which means <clears throat> we got Leah Hextall as the play-by-play -play announcer. And oh, look, <clears throat> I, I, all, <clears throat> I know I what this is. For, I am all for women in broadcasting. I think Daniela Bruce, who's been replacing Paul Woods on the radio broadcast, which I've been turning to every time, <clears throat> um, Red Wings play on ESPN Plus. I think Daniela Bruce does a great job. <clears throat> you know, because she actually knows what's going on. Let me give you <laughs> the, just the examples that I was able to point out in this broadcast of Leah having no clue what's happening and who's playing. So, first off, <clears throat> She at one point said that this game was against the Detroit, uh, the Detroit Red Wings against the San Ho Sharks. Okay. The San Ho Sharks. <clears throat> uh, are you aware of who Darren McCarty is? Yes. You know, Red Wings, tough guy. Uh, kick clawed Lemieux's ass, made him turtle, that guy. Yep. <clears throat> that is Darren McCartney. Robbie Fabry, <clears throat> Red Wings uh, winger. Uh, she referred to him multiple times during this broadcast as Ferrari. Solid. Uh, now we get to the really interesting ones, because this involves two of the top three Calder candidates in the NHL right now, in Moritz Sider and Lucas Raymond. <clears throat> God. So you should really know who the hell they are. And how pronounce their names. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> One of these is just... All right, Lucas Raymond, 
on this night was Mason Raymond. Mason Raymond is an NHL player, but there's a bit, see, there's a bit of a difference in that. Lucas Raymond's 19. Mason Raymond, I believe, is 38. <clears throat> I don't even know where Mason Raymond plays. I think it's Vancouver. Yes. And Morris no, Sider. No, he does not play <laughs> Vancouver. He, he is retired. retired. Even he, better. He retired in. In. 2018, after playing for SC Bern in Switzerland. And then the final one, again, this is another Calder Trophy candidate. You can look on any betting app right now. Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider are two of the top three in the odds right now, uh, with Trevor Zegers mixed in there, playing for Anaheim. <clears throat> Moritz Sider, on this night, was Moritz Suter. Like, come on. And then, like, I remember her early in the year, uh, right when the ESPN broadcast had first started, she was calling Thomas Tatar Thomas Novak. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? She's so terrible. Like, people, <laughs> I kid you not, hockey fans have started to turn on Spanish commentary on games when she's when she's there. Spanish commentary, muting it and listening to the radio. They will take the time to time up the radio commentary with the video feed if it means not listening to Leah Hextall not know who's playing anymore. I have um possibly mercifully for myself for me not caught a game that she is calling. Ugh. Somehow. And there's a, there's a clip out there. I don't remember who was playing this one. It wasn't the Red Wings. <clears throat> there was, like, uh, a face-off, and there was, like, dead silence for ten seconds. Like, she speaks in, like, five-word just <clears throat> bits, and then there's a whole ton of silence in between. Like, it's just... Bah, 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 she reminds me of, like, so much. Akib Tlaib. <laughs> At least Akeem leave has funny moments. <clears throat> or like he says something stupid that's funny. Yeah. But like, no, like Leah right. just, <clears throat> she's just terrible. <laughs> but there was this one where the puck drops and there's just nothing until this dude is like five feet away from the net and then she crams as many words into two seconds as she possibly could. Like something like I I, I it's not even legible. <clears throat> Like, you can't even, you can't comprehend what she's saying until she says scores, because the guy scored a goal. <laughs> Ridiculous. I've, yeah, I've, I saw, I've seen that clip. Anyway, moving on. Back to NASCAR. Oh, uh, this stems from, so there was this controversy, because uh, the NASCAR Hall of Fame induction's coming up in a couple weeks, and... Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to stop you for one second. Okay. Is the NASCAR Hall of Fame like the WWE Hall of Fame? No, the NASCAR Hall of Fame is an actual Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope. It's not like the WWE Hall of Fame that is just it, invisible, imaginary. No, it's not like that. Okay. It is relatively new. It's only been around 10, 12 years. Okay. But <clears throat> um, it does exist. Perfect. Um, Let's start. Yeah. So there, 
they're doing the in- inductions for the Hall of Famers in a couple weeks. Um, and one of the drivers that is being inducted into the Hall of Fame is NASCAR Modifieds legend. Dude won like nine championships in the Modified division. Uh, Mike Stefanik. Now, Mike Stefanik passed away a few years ago. Um, so, naturally, you would think that, you know, someone could speak on his behalf, right? Like, in theory, big yeah. Big deal for the family and everything. Um, apparently, NASCAR had fudged this rule where only the inductee themselves could speak. It was it was a mess. It's been cleared up now. Uh, Julie Stefanik, Mike's wife, is now allowed to speak at the Hall of Fame induction cer- ceremony good. if she so chooses. Which is which, yeah, really good. I mean, guys like Dale Earnhardt Jr., who's being inducted into the Hall of Fame, came out and said, "Like, look, this is wrong. We need to fix this." And uh, thankfully, they did. But um, this is in reply to one of the people that were calling for this to change. Uh, the guy just said NASCAR Hall of Fame needs to reevaluate this speech deci- uh, decision for Julie Stefanik. This is insane. It is. It was, I guess. <clears throat> and in comes at macro aggressor on Twitter. Uh, let me get my beer ready. <clears throat> Maybe. Or reevaluate inducting minor leaguers into the hall in the first place. Like. <clears throat> Tell me you know nothing about NASCAR and the history of the sport without telling me. Like, this is ridiculous. That's some good beer. So, (laughs) I also pressed the button. You probably didn't catch that, though. No, I I don't hear the buttons. Um, The modified division is as old as the Cup Series division. Back in the day, they were very equal. There was the Strictly Stocks, there was the Modifieds. Um, and, I mean, it's kind of, the, the Modified Division's kind of, like, faded. They, you know, they've always been, like, a short track, small thing. Um, and, obviously, the Cup Series went on to become what it is. The, the Modified Division is in no way a minor league. Like, yes, there are guys that break into the sport, uh, Ryan Priest, for example, um, who's probably going to be driving the 10 car for Stuart Ross Racing next year, has driven in the Cup Series uh, with J- uh, JTG Darty Racing in the past. Um, he's a former modified champion. Mike Stefanik, though, nine times. Like, he's the best in his division. And it's not like this is anything new. Like, we've <clears throat> we've inducted plenty of people like it's not the nascar cup series hall of fame it's the nascar hall of fame everything is included in that so if you're and and mike stefanik i mean he never had aspirations of moving up he wanted to race the modifieds i think he ran one xfinity series race once he just he played like what he was doing he was one of the best at it yeah so to say he's a minor leaguer is just ridiculous because it's not even it's not even remotely the same if you've ever seen a modified car they're they're wild wild things and lastly this is more a stupid group of people so i won't spend too much time on it uh any one of the michigan state fans who last week when michigan and msu was canceled or postponed rather not canceled call it it right (laughs) yep well if you ask spartans it's not gonna get made up (laughs) 
Um, any one of them who says that we ducked that game when we had less than seven scholarship players on the roster. What are we? What are we supposed to do? Start five people and have a bench of one, potentially less. Not we don't know how much. We don't know how many people were out of that game. We just know it was less than seven. Yeah. Like, and just I I don't see any program that gets this more than Michigan. Even though plenty of people have games that are canceled. And we can thank Kirk Herbstreit for it. Like, it's just ridiculous. But I guess I'll read this one because um, this is what made me put this in here. Um, this is from Spartan Hoops DK on Twitter. Dear, this is uh, <clears throat> what he wishes Michigan would send to the MSU basketball program that took the long 50 minute drive oh, from God, East, I've Lansing, seen this. East Lansing to Ann Arbor. Oh, the horror. The night before, when they knew this was a possibility, <clears throat> and, my, and Tom Izzo <laughs> look, knew about this early in the week and acknowledged it. So the people who say that they that MSU was completely blindsided by this, get out. Go home. <clears throat> uh, dear MSU, we're sorry our shitty protocol standards allowed you to travel to Ann Arbor without the courtesy of telling you the game was unlikely to go. We tested late Friday without telling you, which is, you know, kind of the protocol. Yeah. Because, again, we're thoughtless pricks and always have been. Sincerely, Michigan. I've, I've, I saw that. Like, <laughs> the long 45 to 50 minute drive to Ann Arbor. And now, uh, so no, now, no. In, in January, it's probably about an hour and 10. Michigan weather. I'll concede that, but um, <laughs> with how shitty yeah, Michigan no. weather is, it's probably about like an hour and ten. Look, we're playing Illinois tonight. Illinois is ranked. They're a pretty good team because you know what? We have more than seven players, barely, but we do have eight. And, <clears throat> I believe we might have eight. <laughs> oh, and, I was just making a joke. Ugh, that's rough. Uh, I will have to. I'll look that up while uh, you're reading off your stupid people saying stupid things. I might actually. I'm. I'm about here. And we're not getting our cocks kicked in as badly as I thought we would. That's good. Um, All I'm gonna say, Ohio State basketball looked um. Well, like they didn't play at all in the month of December, which they played one game, two games in December, and they. Kind of aren't doing so great right now. We have nine players. Oh. <clears throat> uh, and the only reason we have nine, like, I don't even think we, we, we're straight for the bottom of the barrel for these guys. Because Dickinson's out, Seth Jackson's out. Um, I don't even know who this Buffkin is. <laughs> Kobe Buffkin, a freshman. Averaging 4.5 points per game. He's playing tonight. Solid. He'll get that uh, points per game average up. Right. Frankie Collin. Well, no, they're they're coming in off the bench. <laughs> oh. Uh, Frankie Collins, freshman, averaging 3.3. And then looking at the starters, Will, uh, Terrence Williams, who's averaging 5. 
<clears throat> been a regular all year. Caleb Houston's been somewhat of a regular all year. <clears throat> Eli Brooks, obviously, he's he, like he's him and, and Diabate are the only ones that have really like supposed to be here. And yet we're hanging in there. <laughs> I mean, not really. It's I mean, it's gonna end. 68-53, but honestly, it could have been way worse. I mean, didn't ha- <laughs> Illinois doesn't have a Io DeSumo. Yeah, right? <clears throat> yeah, they got Kofi Coburn. Bastard. Anyway, let's move on. Alrighty, moving on to my six stupid people who said stupid things on the internet this weekend. First one comes from Twitter. Um, his Twitter handle is Scar- Scarlet Great CT. This is an Ohio State fan. I wonder if it's the Ohio State fan that I was going to put in my stupid people say stupid things, but I didn't. I don't know. Um, he tweeted this on Saturday after um some announcements were made cha- uh, involving the roster change or the staff changings. Oh, then it definitely was not. I can't remember what this one was about. This was Ohio State football, so. Um, the, the one that the one that I saw was just uh, somebody saying uh, that if Ohio State had a defense, we beat Georgia. No. And, no. And like, no. okay, well, you don't. What's the point? <laughs> Even if and they I had mean, a defense, they wouldn't have beat Georgia. No. No credit. To, I mean, credit to the Ohio State fans that replied to this dude and was like, "Let's not do that. <laughs> Just stop." Like, no, oh, that Ohio State offense went no. Just no, <laughs> no. Like, a, a, let's not do that, and B, no. <laughs> I don't think anybody's beating Georgia. I mean, I'm surprised Alabama did it the one time, but yeah, I am too. We'll get to we'll get to the rematch in a bit. <clears throat> so Scarlet Great here tweeted. Ohio State running th- running things like the fans would. LOL. Two lost season? Question mark. Change the staff. <laughs> so here's the best thing about uh this individual. His Twitter username also has in parentheses his first name and then appears to be last ni- last initials. And then oh, no. in parentheses, oh, what? Knowles season, as in oh. the new Ohio State defensive coordinator. <laughs> Jim Knowles. I saw uh, that you got what you, uh, you asked for earlier in the season. What, Kerry Coombs, Coombs gone? Kerry Coombs ass, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought, and you would, I think, uh, kind of changed your tune on that a little bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah, I did. I wasn't expecting that either. Um, but anyway, but you want to know why the Ohio State roster, the Ohio State coaching staff, was getting changed, especially on the on the defensive side of the ball, because uh, it was the defense was not good this year. But, you know, if you guys had a defense, you'd be Georgia, remember? Defense oh, wasn't. And now I will say. Um, Actually, I, and if I remember correctly, on Saturday, I think it was, last Saturday, I think it was announced that uh, 
former Michigan coach Al Washington was not being brought back. Well, that's not shocking. Um, Kerry Coombs, Matt Barnes, Al Washington. Those three individuals uh, were all chump of the week after were all my chump of the week after um, Ohio State lost to Michigan because those three, Al Washington, the linebackers coach, Kerry Coombs, and Matt Barnes, co-defensive coordinators and defensive backs coaches, just terrible. Ohio State has the players. They have no coaches. You can't stop Cade McNamara unless you're Georgia. They have... And MSU. Zero coaching ability. Like, and honestly, I used to love Kerry Coombs. I'm going to say this now. Phenomenal recruiter, but in the age of um, name image likeness, I don't really think you need that. No, that's kind of that's kind of how I felt. We uh, Michigan just uh, poached a, a defensive line coach from Notre Dame, who is known as one of the best recruiters in the country as well. And it's just like, <clears throat> yeah, that's great, but it doesn't mean as much as it did anymore. No, and I do hope um, Kerry Coombs does. I hope something. I hope I hope he has success somewhere, but it's just yeah, he'll go somewhere. He was a decent defensive backs coach under Urban Meyer. He was friends with Ryan Day. Ryan Day brought that's why Ryan Day brought him back after Coombs went to the NFL. He did not succeed. Kerry Coombs did not succeed in the NFL. I don't even remember where he went. Let's find out. Um, I'm gonna guess Tennessee. Oh, oh, yeah. Back when Tennessee didn't have a really good defense, yeah. Yeah, he was the defensive backs coach. When that was um, their problem, Tennessee's entire problem was their defense. Yeah. And he didn't do, like, because he was with Mike Vrabel. And right. Um, in 2019, the defensive backs for the Tennessee Titans were the, were a top 10 passing defense. It's just yeah. something at Ohio State just didn't work. It didn't work in 2020 when Ryan Day brought him back. It didn't work this year. Apparently not. Especially in terms of pass defense. It just didn't work. Like I said, you can't stop Cade McNamara. We stopped a lot of other guys that were better quarterbacks somehow. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Let's move Cade, on. Cade wasn't a, I mean, he wasn't a huge factor in that game. But. No. So, solid enough. Other I mean, interception that still doesn't make sense to me. To one of the worst defensive backs on Ohio State's roster, too. I mean, it, it was snowing. He probably, y'all were wearing what? He blended in with the snow, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure, right? Goddamn. Ah, oh, boy. Moving on. The next one if that, comes. If oh, that was your first, I'm I'm afraid of the next. Um, the rest of them aren't gonna be too bad. We're gonna go through them quick. That was not. This next one's definitely not good. On Saturday, it was announced that Ohio State got their defensive lineman that they want in terms of recruiting, and Hiro Hiro Kanu out of 
Germany. What a name. Uh, Hiro Kanu, by the way, looks like a large, scary man. Michigan could use more of those. Fitting, because he is a rather large, scary man, too. <laughs> um, individual on Facebook um, replied to this co- replied to a comment from someone who was happy that Ohio State got Hirokanu. Oh boy, Michael, and then last name will be left unknown. Next, you will be polling for Oktoberfest to be moved to the parking lot and pull the band at halftime so we could do the polka. What the fuck? Just <laughs> so completely just. Unrelated to the occurrence of football, and you're like, I I had to reread this like six times because I thought I was having a fucking stroke. What the hell is that? Actually, let me no, let me here, let me do you an even better favor and let me read you read this to you how it's actually typed. Oh boy. Next, you will polling for October feast. Move to the parking lot. Pull the band at halftime so we can polka. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Is this Horace's Ohio State account? (laughs) I I hope. But this is on Facebook, not Twitter. I know. Hey. Maybe it's the real Horace. Maybe the real Horace is an Ohio State fan. I fucking hope so. Please. He just forgot to to stop being in character. Right. God. The hell is that? It was so nuts. Nice. Like, I, I had to read it, like, five times. Let's move on. Jesus. Yes. Get out of here. Only getting worse. Oh, no. This one also from Facebook. This one about the national title. We're still on Saturday, by the way. Last Saturday. Uh, all these are in order. Yep. Jason on Facebook replied to a f- comment about the national title being played on Monday. Bedtime okay. is more like it. By the time the talking heads get done with the hype, it's an 820 kickoff, midnight-ish game ending, and past midnight trophy presentation. Who's staying up for all that on a work night? When not only does 5 a.m. come early, those of us that live in snow country will be up earlier to clean the driveway out before work. Not a fan <laughs> of primetime, and college football was always meant to be played on Saturday afternoons. Um, Doesn't matter who's playing. Okay, now go. <laughs> I would... I agree with one of his many points. And that, that is, I do wish that game was played on Saturday, but still at night. Like, what do we need a noon game for? Because um, <clears throat> Monday does feel a little irrelevant, but that noon, uh, fucking us, us snow country people gotta shovel our driveway. <clears throat> It doesn't snow old... every night. <laughs> right. It hasn't snowed much at all. In fact, really. it doesn't snow so much that you have to shovel your driveway every morning either. I had to shovel the driveway twice in the last three weeks. 
Yeah, probably about that. <clears throat> Fuck no. Jesus. Why do you got if especially if you're a fan of a neutral team, why do you gotta watch the trophy presentation? And I make it a point too, but <clears throat> that's just me. You I don't have to. I don't really watch pro like if it's a team I if I watch a game, a championship game and I have zero rooting interest, I don't usually watch the trophy presentation. I do because it's the last little bit of college football that we get for a little bit. I mean, I get it's not the game itself, but I just don't want college football to go anywhere. But Oh my gosh, like reading this was just like I get why it's on a Monday. Most eyes on it. I get why it is. Yeah. Now, granted, this had the second lowest ratings, TV ratings of a national title game in 20 years. That's what that's what happens when you have Alabama and Georgia playing each other. Right. I think that had somewhat to do with the fact that it was a rematch and even though Georgia was a slight favorite, I feel like a lot of casual people just thought, oh, Alabama's just going to win again. Wait. Monday night game, national title games usually bring in good ratings on Mondays. This year, I mean, yeah. it still had 16, 17 million people watching it. Which is still, I mean, crazy. That's still a lot. Yeah. Let's keep rolling. This next one, I did not know this man existed until Jordan showed me that this man existed. Oh, no. I want to go back in time to when I did not know this man existed. Today, us uh, Detroit sports fans, unfortunately, for the last couple of years, have indeed known this man existed. Um, it's, a, it's not a good time. I wish... I wish he didn't have a buddy that gave him a radio show too. Yeah. And um I even on Twitter a tweet that you something that I saw because of you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I replied I was like a friend of mine showed me this. I'm not a friend I'm not a fan of Detroit sports, but this guy sucks. <laughs> well he sucks. He's so bad. Rico Beard. Well, Rico. <clears throat> Made it, and we'll talk about him later. Oh, no. Spoiler, he's my chump of the week. Oh, no. I mean, a very fitting one. Because of what he did on Monday. That also lands him in stupid people say stupid things. Christ. Um. So on Monday, the show he's on with Mike Valeni on... 97 won the ticket. 97 <laughs> won the ticket, thank you. Dan, I would not have known this existed had Jordan not shown me. I wouldn't have known it. <clears throat> I mean, I wasn't listening to it live. Um, I had just heard about it because I saw Rico, tw- the guy involved in this that's not Rico, tweeted Rico, and Rico was just like, well, now you're blocked, too. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what, it, what, what my stupid person is. What this entry oh, yeah. is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, not even, not even what he did. Just no, that. no. What he did is going to make Trump of the week. Oh, okay. We'll save that. Yeah. Um, an individual named Eric, who is not the stupid person, called into the show with Mike Villani and Rico Beard. 
and said some things about what happened that Rico, what Rico Beard did on the show, and was like, what that? It was basically like, come on, what what was that all about? And Rico, I believe Beard, they were. I believe they were. Uh, what led to this caller coming in was um, people uh, trying to find good things about the lion season, positive things about the lion season, <laughs> and. That show just wants no part of it because it's like, oh, LOL, you won three games. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> and look, if Barry Sanders can find positives in the season, guess what? That's good enough for me. Is it Rico Beard that doesn't want the, want positives, or is it just both him <clears throat> and Valenny? It's both. Um, uh, Mike hates the Lions, and the Lions hate him. <clears throat> so he's they not even a Lions to... fan. Like... He's a Giants fan. Yeah, I don't um, know why he... Well, the Lions did try to get Mike fired. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> because Mike has never been positive about the Lions, and rightfully so for the most part. Uh, and the people who were in charge of public relations at the time uh, would call 97.1 segment by segment <clears throat> and complain about Mike to the point that they actually left. They were, they were on, their games were on 97.1 for a long time. They left because of Mike Valenny. Actually, well, the station said, look, you can leave because we're not firing him. Nice. Yeah. But this individual, the end of Eric, uh, tweeted Rico and was like, dude, what the hell was that about? Why, could, why couldn't I do say what I wanted to say? And Rico Beards replies, and on top of that, I have now blocked you also. <laughs> Hashtag kick rocks. What a bitter old man. Like, we'll talk about God. what Rico Beard did <laughs> when I get to Chump of the yeah. Week. It is the most... <laughs> it's like, that set the radio back. So, like, who wants to call into that show now? Other and, than Michigan State Spartan fans. And just the fact that Rico Beard is acting like he did some, like... Like, he's being the bigger man here. <laughs> right. Like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. I hope this somehow gets to Rico Beard. And he blocks me on Twitter, too, because guess who wouldn't be crying? <laughs> right. I feel like um, uh, it's only a matter of time uh, before I get blocked by Rico. Hey. You know, he'll, he'll uh, quote tweet me and all of his Spartan slappies will, you know, attack me for everything and every, whatever. Whatever. <clears throat> so be it. I, I hope eventually something that leads that and... His Spartan fan, his all his Spartan fans that suck dick, that suck his dick. I mean, literally, there is nobody that enjoys Rico. Like, even as as a Michigan fan, both Mike and Rico are Spartan fans. I can tolerate Mike because Mike's at least right sometimes. Rico just does like he's he's Colin Coward. Yeah, he's he's Skip Bayless. He just yeah. he does he says things to get people riled up. That's all he does. Moving on, because we're gonna talk about Rico later in the show. Mm-hmm. Moving on, I have one Mr. Large Elephants. Oh yeah. I feel bad for Horace, man. Um, after the national bad. title, <laughs> Horace tweeted this: "Don't matter because it ain't count. We yeah. will." We won the sectional gate back. 
so meant we was nap chanting and Georgie was the meat ticklers that held straws. You know, hashtag Roll Tide. Give Horace some credit here. He at least keeps his ridiculous names that he calls these teams in check. Like, the, Georgia is always Georgie. <clears throat> uh, Pants State. <clears throat> I love that one. I'm going to use that forever. I, <laughs> I mean, Horace has blessed our lives, man. Like, he's the best follow on Twitter. <laughs> it is so funny because, like, I, I've just noticed that all of Horace's tweets now, like, they get more and more likes as time goes on because people people know the gimmick now. <laughs> and it's just... But there's still the people that come in. What did you say? That's Bam education for you. <clears throat> God. Oh, I love it. And finally, to wrap up this segment and get onto the show, this also comes from Twitter. Twitter user... Nick, first name. Oh, boy. Nick, his first name is Nick. He has his last name here. I won't say. His Twitter handle is at N, last name, bunch of numbers. Bunch of numbers, man. And he replied to something about a guy we slightly mentioned in Jordan. Stupid people say stupid things. Uh-oh. Nick replied with this the best and most famous Boston reporter Dan Shaughnessy oh. didn't even <laughs> didn't even vote for Big Sloppy I saw that what does that show everyone the Dan, the Dan O'Shaughnessy is terrible <laughs> I, I wouldn't even call him the best or most famous I think I shared this with you too I sh- uh, maybe that's where I saw it. I don't know. <clears throat> um, I d- no, I I wouldn't say he's the most famous Boston reporter. Who's the guy on um around the horn from Boston? Oh God, what is his name? <clears throat> I don't remember. It's been so long since I've watched that show, but I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy. I would say he's more famous. Yeah, he gets on nationally syndicated TV every once in a while. <laughs> that debunked already. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. David, David sloppy. What the fuck? Like it, no, this guy just the big get... sloppy. <clears throat> oh, the big sloppy. So, like, he's got to be a Yankee fan. Yep, he is doing what. <clears throat> of course, doing what Ravens fans were were trying to do to me when I was praising T.J. Watt. Those people could have been in here as well, but I. Literally, I muted that conversation. I wanted no more part of it. I've just chose to ignore it because um, Ravens fans are mad that Jamar Chase uh, broke the single season rookie reception record, receiving yards record, something. Why? I mean, other than I get like rivals, it's not like a Raven held that record previously. No, Jamar or um, who was it? Justin Jefferson, I think. Ah, uh, that sounds accurate. Yeah, I believe so. Even though Jamar Chase did it in 16 games. Yeah. Oh, but it <laughs> happened in week 17. Yeah, in 16 games, though. Because <laughs> week 17 is the 16th game of the season. Because of, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because of bye weeks. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, Ravens fans were like all up in arms about that too. They are they are a very <clears throat> butthurt group these days. Especially when their I team mean, is I, fucking terrible. I was mean, gonna say, I, I guess I get I why I get why they're mad because you know they expected to be Super Bowl contenders and they didn't even make the playoffs. So sitting at home. Yikes. Let's move on to the news. Oh, the news. Starting off some NFL Black Black Monday recap. I almost said Black Friday. Head coach <laughs> of the Denver Broncos, Vic Fangio, has been fired after three seasons going 19-30. and 30. Uh, For those of you at home that aren't good at math, like me, Jordan has that number here. Winning percentage is 388. Ouch. Yeah. Um... I can't say Denver being bad is all on Vic Fangio. Um, no. he's de- he probably isn't the guy, you know, for the future. So I get this move, but like, I mean, Denver's needed to rebuild for the last two years. Yeah. They don't know who they don't know who their quarterback is. <clears throat> like, they they got plenty of problems, and Vic Fangio was definitely not the top problem, but he wasn't really helping them. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, this one for Vince. I know he was a happy, happy, happy guy <laughs> on Monday when this was announced. The Chicago Bears fired general manager Ryan Pace and head coach Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy went 34-31, and 31, so a 523 winning percentage, and had an 0-2 playoff record. Long time coming yeah. because the Bears just kind of kept getting worse. It was, I don't know why they didn't just do it in season. Like, I guess they thought they had an outside shot. I don't know. It always seemed like it was going to be this way. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, For the Bears, you better hope that doesn't turn into a Matt Patricia's or a, a Jim Caldwell situation with the Lions. Because Jim Caldwell had a winning record with Detroit, too, very similar to this, right around 500. And they let him go, and out he went. Like, And then we got Matt Patricia, who won, like, six games. Yeah. So, you know, you know what's funny about that is that I saw somebody uh, Photoshop Matt Patricia into a, uh, a Bears gear. God. <laughs> Like, I don't know. There's a Bears fan out there that wants Matt Patricia on our team. Why? I, I don't know. But, I mean, literally, the, the, the reasons are right there in front of you. Like, Bears fans saw that in the division. They saw how terrible Matt Patricia was. So, I don't know why any one of them would want him. But, uh, I mean, I think the Bears are one of the more intriguing openings for sure. Yeah. Um, I Franchise mean, quarterback like, and right, like you got Justin Fields. Like you're not the bottom of the barrel. Not the Jags. You're not the Jags. <laughs> this is true. Not, not the Texans with all their dysfunction. Not the Giants. Oh, we'll get to the Texans. Yep. <clears throat> um, moving on, the Minnesota Vikings fired. General Manager Rick Spielman and Head Coach Mike Zimmer. Uh, Mike Zimmer's record, who I did, I was a Mike Zimmer fan. He coached at, at Cincinnati for a while under Marvin Lewis, um, yeah. and he did a solid job at Minnesota. Um, Zimmer's record in seven seasons was seventy four, fifty nine, and one for a five fifty six um, win percentage, including a two and three playoff record. 
This one just questionable. Uh, this is uh, the yeah, Zimmer I mean, firing. It, it very well could be questionable. Um like the Vikings are just kind of that middle of the pack team and I think they just want to change right now would be my assumption. Yeah, I but he did he did a lot for for Minnesota. So that one is really surprising. Um and I mean with the Bears getting rid of Nagy, I mean they should get better. I mean the Vikings getting rid of Zimmer, I don't know if they're going to get I think they probably get worse in theory. So like I I I, I don't know that this this division it wasn't good this year it could be even worse next year the distinctly lions, possible lions might not finish last that uh, also distinctly possible depending on how things go in the offseason for them <clears throat> uh moving on to what is honestly Ugh. in my opinion the most questionable firing um in the aftermath of the NFL regular season Miami Dolphins Fire head coach Brian Flores. Flores finished his tenure with a 24-25 record in the year 2021. The Dolphins started 1-7, but they won seven straight and eight of the last nine as a head coach, including a win on um, Sunday against the Patriots. And I... <sighs> Who are you going to go get? So the... <clears throat> I, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. Like, I haven't seen any any rumors of who they want. We know one um, thing. We know what they don't want. We know who they don't want. We know it's not Jim Harbaugh. Because of Stephen Ross coming out and saying, I don't want Jim Harbaugh. He's a good coach. Yep. Literally <laughs> well, what course, he said. And, of course, Stephen Ross, uh, we know this. I don't know if everyone does. Uh, noted, <clears throat> UM alum. One of the biggest donors. No, not one. Not one of the biggest donors. The, the biggest, biggest donor. The biggest donor in university history. And I do believe Name's a sake. good chunk of it does go to the athletic program. Oh, it does. <clears throat> Namesake of the Ross School of Business. I thought that was for I Rick mean, Ross. No, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I just like don't the get reported, this. The reported reason behind it to me is that Stephen Ross is just apparently incredibly committed to Tua because, like, apparently they, Flores and Tua, had some sort of problem for some reason. I guess, allegedly, he told Tua that he would have rather had Mac Jones. I don't know. So I've seen a couple of things doesn't make any sense i've seen some he's not he is not going to be without a job for very long no one of these teams because there's these five and then the jags and then presumptively the raiders unless they keep uh what's his name yeah the the interim guy yeah i mean hey got him to the their special teams coach yeah with a very bizarre name um yeah, no, I, he he's going to be picked up by somebody. I mean, I, his name's already tied to another team that we'll get to here in a second. <clears throat> I mean, any one of these teams with coaching openings would probably love to have him. I, um, I've heard two things. A, it was Flores and Tua didn't get along, and then the other was that Flores and the general manager did not get along. I mean, that could be the case as well. 
but I just and it could and it could tie into the Tua stuff if if Flores wasn't sold on Tua. I don't know. I don't like firing a head coach for for Sp- stuff like this, especially <laughs> like. And I want to pull this up real quick because I was looking at this. I was talking to someone else about this. The Dolphins. Um, let me pull it up just for a second. I don't want to work on this too long, but. So the Dolphins won, lost seven in a row early yep. in the season. They still finished one spot out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. losing seven straight. And I get they beat mostly cupcakes on that winning streak, but still they did, seven they straight. The they beat the Patriots twice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, what? The Jets... Uh, probably twice in that winning streak, maybe. Uh, I think the Jags, the Texans were in there. Nope, they lost to the Jags. <laughs> the Jags were their lo- losing streak. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. In London. God. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, that game, yes. I mean, they um, beat the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the Ravens fell off a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, had they l- had... They managed to beat any team in that losing streak. They, had they beat the Raiders in that game, in their in that second game of that losing streak, they're in the playoffs. Had they beat yeah. the Falcons in the playoffs? Had they beat the Jags in the playoffs? Like, I Jags just spoiling playoff dreams. I just don't understand why you're. Firing a guy who won spot out of the playoffs. Let's move on, though. It's it's something that I think they might regret for I sure. Do, yeah, because, I do too. Because again, who are you I, gonna go get? I mean, that's they're better. Probably they're probably gonna take a shot at some coordinator. You know, we'll see. But I do not see Brian Flores not having a head coaching job uh, by the by the start of the next season. I really don't. Like he's, uh, he's probably the number one candidate for a lot of these teams. Maybe not the number one. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people like want Jim Harbaugh or something over him or something, but I don't know. Then, like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's move on. The <laughs> Giants, the New York football Giants. Dave Gettleman was allowed to retire. They couldn't, the, the Giants couldn't do that right. Right. It, it, the war. The GM of the worst team in football in the last five years, and you give him the courtesy to retire. During his Come during on. Gettleman's tenure, the Giants had a nineteen and forty six record. Pitiful, man. One of the and worst in the you know, NFL. The the move that sums up the tenure of Dave Gettleman for me is literally <clears throat> you, when they still had Odell Beckham. And you're looking at the situation, and you're like, okay, you either got to extend him, or you have to trade him. But you can't do both. And they did both. What did Dave Dave Gettleman do? He did both. (laughs) He did both. Like, it, it, it makes zero sense. Like, everything he did, like, his free agents that he signed didn't pan out. I mean, Kenny Galladay. Was 
the number one wide receiver with the Lions last year. And what did he go out and do? Not score a touchdown in 2021. Yeah. Like, good lord. Drafts, the Daniel, I think Daniel Jones trade that was during his tenure when they traded up to get for Daniel, to get Daniel Jones. Yep. That ain't panning out. Like, Saquon Barkley was the only thing he did right. Which was a, a can't miss. Yeah. And they can't put an offensive line around Saquon Barkley. Oh, my God. His his offensive line signings have been some of the worst. Like, I don't remember which of the Patriots linemen from a few years back that he took from them. And, and they, he came and played for the Giants and then turned into, like, he was a stud for New England. And then the Giants turned him into one of the worst offensive linemen in the NFL. Like, you can't make it up. Terrible. I'm honestly, I'm surprised that Riley, Riley Reef didn't somehow end up on the Giants <laughs> from the Bengals. I mean, I know the Bengals still have him on the roster, but still. I mean, yeah, they probably would have paid him five million dollars a year or something. Um, also, Joe, head coach Joe Judge was fired a day after Gelman retired. Judge uh, had a 10-23 and 23 record in two seasons. That was a 303 win percentage. The quarterback sneak. On third and nine. On third down and nine. Is the worst play I've, I've ever seen. Yeah. I told you this. I think it's worse than the Colts fake punt against New England. The previous worst play in NFL history. <clears throat> because that, thanks to Pat McAfee, we know what they were trying to do. This is waving the white flag. We're like, hey, <clears throat> we're just, we're giving up on this drive. We're backed up. We don't even want to try. Like, if you're calling that, like, <laughs> I I wish that the players on the field would have just went rogue and said, we ain't doing this instead of like they are now embroiled in NFL history with that play. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. (laughs) And I said, because it was reported before that Joe judge was likely safe. Like he wasn't going anywhere. And then as the weeks, you know, went on, Joe judge was still incompetent. It was like, oh, it's a little bit more likely, but they're probably still going to keep him. And then after that, after that game, it got to like, I think he might go. And then he didn't go on Monday. And I was like, the Giants fucking stupid. <clears throat> and, well, then they did it the next day. I don't know why they didn't do it Monday. I don't know why they did it, didn't do it after the Week 18 game. Yeah, they should have done <laughs> it Sunday afternoon. After the, They should have done it during that play. They should have Brett Bielema him. Like literally, like for anyone who doesn't get that reference, uh, Brett Bielema was fired mid-game when he was in Arkansas. Fire him either during the game or after the game, and then make him Antonio Brown his way home. (laughs) (laughs) That's what—that's the treatment that Joe Judge deserves. We got two phenomenal references in on that (laughs) segment right there. Yes, Brett Bielema, (laughs) who will forever be a joke, and then the Antonio Brown situation. Oh my gosh, we got two phenomenal references in there. And Houston, we have problems still. 
This is a complete this one. Let me look up his record. <laughs> okay. The only yeah. reason I want to look up his the only reason I want to look up his record is for the win percentage. <clears throat> um, the Houston Texans fired head coach David Coley after one season. I. The Texans are looking into trying to get Brian Flores. That's it. I mean, that was everyone else. Yeah, like I don't understand why you give David Coley such a. Like, you didn't even give him a short leash. You gave him literally zero leash. Like, what is he supposed to do? <clears throat> like, I feel like for the Texans, four games, winning four games about their ceiling. Uh, the record for David Colley in his lone season as head coach, 4-13, and 13, a 235 win percentage. But what's he got to work with? Outside of Davis Mills, who, who we didn't even know was going to be decent. Like goodness, what are we doing here? Like, like maybe they're just they're looking for somebody younger. I don't know. It made no sense. I've said it all year, and some people you have disagreed with me a little bit. You've said the Jags are worse. I think the Texans are the most dysfunctional team in football right now. I mean, I think I think I'm to the point where I might admit it's at least a tie. That that could be fair. Well, and to be fair, the Giants as well. I think the Giants are the most dysfunctional organization from top to bottom uh, in the NFL. <clears throat> the okay. Jags and Texans worse uh, in terms of roster wise. Yeah, I guess that would be that would be where I'm at with that. But <clears throat> yeah, it's just like why'd you even hire the guy? <clears throat> like, wh- why'd you even hire David Cully? Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> like, <clears throat> it, it's bizarre. Um, of course, this move meant that there was only one active black NFL head coach. Of course, Mike Tomlin of Pittsburgh. That is not going to be the case for very long. <clears throat> oh. Because, I mean, look, yeah. <clears throat> Brian, Brian Flores, Flores, yeah. Brian Flores is going to get the job. Gerard Mayo's in the running for a job. People might still look at Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I, I think that yeah. changes. I, it's obviously going to change. So Brian... I would bet on it right now that Brian Flores is going to be in one of these head coach openings. Yes. Like he's a, he's a solid coach. So I want to throw in one last thing. I know this is not in the news um, revolving black Monday NFL's black Monday. I just have to throw this in there cause it's comical. Oh, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are currently looking at Bill O'Brien as their Potential oh. head coach. You know, that's not as bad as it seems. <clears throat> because I will say this about Bill O'Brien. He is a good coach. But do not. I mean, okay, I won't say good. He's he, decent enough. Coach, fine. He, he probably is one of the 32 best coaches for an NFL job. Probably. Do not give him the keys to the kingdom and make him the general manager like Houston did. God, yeah, that's, that'd be so bad. That's where Houston went wrong because he had no clue what he was doing. And he cannot be a play caller. I think the um, because he he was the offensive coordinator and play caller for the um Alabama Crimson Tide this year, and. Mm-hmm. From what we saw Saturday or Monday night, 
and not just not just in the national title game various points throughout Alabama season really yeah like the Alabama offense looked not good this year at points for Alabama standards for especially for Alabama standards their offense just did not and it just at points and O'Brien then you have Bill O'Brien who one of their final offensive drives one of Alabama's final offensive drives needs a first down has all three timeouts you need 10 yards to get a first down what I've heard yeah they're throwing 20-25 yard passes down the field you have three timeouts. Just get the fucking first down. Call a play that will get will move the ball down. Get a first down. And then he goes out. Two minutes left. He calls a run play. Like, Bill O'Brien just at points is brain dead. I just wanted to throw that out there because I saw that pop up across on my Twitter feed yesterday. Let's move on, though. Jordan got muted. This is awkward because this next piece of news is relevant to only him. Jordan? I guess I'll say it because we're just sitting here uh, with dead air. The Detroit Red Wings announced that Nicholas Lidstrom has been named the Detroit Red Wings Vice President of Hockey Operations. Is Jordan back? No, he is not. This is really awkward because I don't know a lot. I don't have a lot to put in here. But I don't think it's a, I mean, I not think it's not a bad idea. I think bringing Lidstrom in to the organization. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Somebody's knocking on my door. Somebody's fucking lost. Oh. Interesting. But yes, anyway, we're talking about Nick Lidstrom? Yes. Hell yeah, man. Steve Eiserman is a genius. Like, he is assembling some of the greatest, like, NHL talents to be in his front office. Like, it's insane. <clears throat> like, what, we're going to go get Henrik Zetterberg next? Like, just the, all these club legends coming in? 
with like incredible hockey minds like is that what we're doing <clears throat> it wouldn't hurt I, I mean we are our front office is already incredible i think so <clears throat> like the, the eiserman <laughs> i don't think he's done he's made one move that has upset the fans other than not just straight up uh getting rid of danny to kaiser like that's about it but what's he supposed to do? He just have that cap. We understand yeah. why he's doing it. <clears throat> Eisenman's a genius. Uh, <laughs> I, in fact, I tweeted the other day. I was like, I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, rather, if Eisenman called up a team and found somebody dumb enough to give us a third-round pick for Danny DeKaiser. <laughs> like, he, every trade he makes. He probably could do like, it. <clears throat> every trade he makes in is fact- just like, wait, they gave up that for – this in fact i've seen him i saw i've seen him seen him do it in tampa yeah like i don't get why opposing gms even answer steve eisenman's calls anymore i don't get why they do it they should everybody should block him everybody literally because uh, they're gonna lose but nick lidstrom coming back uh, and being with the organization good stuff it only helped the team i mean that's why i say go go and get zetterberg because then we can have our last three captains prior to Dylan Larkin in the front office. Like, come on, do it. <clears throat> Why not? Um, shall we talk about potato chips? I yes. Have you read this yet? I I am reading it as we speak. <laughs> I want you to finish that first. <laughs> Just. <laughs> First ever potato chip uh, appearance by potato chip in the news. Take it away. <laughs> so, no, it is not April Fool's Day. No, Ladies, it is <clears throat> January 14th. It is indeed. Lay's has partnered with the NFL to create the Lay's Golden Browns sweepstakes. What can you win in said sweepstakes, you might ask? <clears throat> well, what can you win? You can win bags of potato chips <clears throat> made by Lay's <laughs> that are made with potatoes that are grown in the soil <clears throat> from each NFL team's field. Except three. Yeah, except three. <laughs> which i'll get to in a second <laughs> we, except um, three one of which is extremely comical <laughs> um yeah well two of them are honestly comical um <clears throat> the other one's just interesting and very specific for you yeah um yeah so they take they took dirt <clears throat> from these nfl stadiums they took it out to their farms they mixed it in with the rest of their dirt and put a flag in the ground where they were growing these potatoes with the team so they knew this so they wouldn't mix them up. And then they backed them up and they're, they're, people are going to win uh, <clears throat> they're going to win potato chips grown in NFL dirt. But <clears throat> I, I seem to be the only one asking this question because the replies are obviously filled with people using the hashtags so they can win it, whatever. 
<laughs> there might be some people that are asking this question, and I just couldn't find them. How exactly do you do this for teams with artificial grass? Are, are these potatoes being grown in ground-up tires? Or did they just go outside the stadium and just dig up some dirt? So... Six teams, so half of the NFL plays on artificial turf. Yeah, no, there, there's a lot. That's yeah. what made me question it. So, yeah. Like, if I entered the sweepstakes and I was trying to win a, a bag of Lions potato chips, I'm like, <clears throat> what are they being grown in? I don't know if I want to know. I tweeted at Lay's. <clears throat> I should uh, DM them and see if they respond because I couldn't find it on the site. I was just so confused by this <clears throat> because I was looking through the teams and I was like, oh, there's no way they got teams. Like, there's probably every team with artificial grass is probably excluded from this. I'm looking through that and I'm like, well, <clears throat> there's a lion's bag. <laughs> lions play on artificial turf. I'm like, what are, what are we doing? What is this? <clears throat> um, three teams, as aforementioned, are excluded from this. Two of which uh, are really comical. So, of course, we have the Bengals. Which maybe it's just that. Right, of course, right? Of course. Um, I mean, hey, we made the playoffs. That's all I care about. There you go. We, we <laughs> Even though I, at the beginning of the season, I wanted them to tank and go 0-17. <laughs> we somehow did it. Who... Who cares? Who cares about potato chips when you're in the damn playoffs, right? Yeah. yeah. And then these. The but I'm going to note. Extremely... I am going to note. Bengals yeah. do play on artificial turf. Yes, they do. Um, so it makes sense. The other two teams, however, the Browns and the Broncos, play on real grass. <laughs> they must be sponsored. But those teams must be sponsored by Ruffles. <laughs> Maybe that's all I got. That's I it. don't know. It's I just so you you know the first. I actually retweeted something about this, and without realizing it was a whole NFL promotion. Um, make a guess as to what team I first saw. The Rams. No. The Giants. No, you're gonna. It's gonna be so perfect. Eggs? Nope. Was it a team good or was it? It wasn't the Lions. It was not the Lions. No, because <clears throat> I was surprised when I found a Lions bag. Not the Browns. Nope. Or the Broncos. Nope. <clears throat> Packers. It was. It was not. <clears throat> Bears. Would you like me to? Dude, no, not the Bears either. I will save you the struggle. Okay. You're gonna, you're gonna lose it. <laughs> Forgot to say Baltimore Ravens. No, what Washington football team? <laughs> of course, because of the Redskin potato joke. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was a a, a a football team thing. I really thought that it was a partnership between Lay's and the football team. <laughs> And so I retweeted that. I was just like, "You can't make up these jokes, man." And then, of course, everyone, 
that of course like the playing field for the football team is just so notoriously bad like <clears throat> it's eight up like seven acls in the last few years yep um <clears throat> and everyone's like don't eat that you're gonna tear your acl <laughs> That's just so perfect. That's the first one Final, you see. Literally, I, yeah. I, so then I looked after I saw the promotion. I looked on the Lions uh, Twitter, and they had nothing about it, but the football team shared a hell out of it, um, and got roasted for it appropriately. So, um, move on. No one. One last question: If you were to win a bag of these chips, do you eat them, or do you just like keep them? What do you do? Like, cause I would imagine there's not many of each bag of each team. I feel like the so bags like, don't ha aren't gonna have value. No one's gonna fucking care. I mean, you'd be surprised. You'd be very surprised. Depends on how limited they are. I guess. Like, <laughs> I guess. People, people spend however much money on those Bud Light cans. Empty cans with their NFL team on them. <clears throat> like, shit's, anything can be a collector's item these days. Even fucking back of potato chips. <clears throat> you never know. Now we can move on. The Baltimore Orioles um, are yes. altering Camden yeah. Yards, the dimensions of Camden Yards to reduce the stadium's propensity for home runs. They will be moving portions of the wall up to 30 feet from the foul pole to left center, as well as raising the wall seven, from 7 feet to 12 feet. Camden Yards saw the most home runs in all of the MLB in 2021. Majority of those home runs were not coming from the Baltimore Orioles, though, most mm, likely. No. I would be willing to bet that it, that it was not. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Interesting first alteration made to Camden Yards. Of course, you know, basically a historic stadium at this point. One of the one of the good ones. Yep. Um, <clears throat> really, the stadium that first brought us out of the cookie cutter stadium architecture and brought back the kind of retro classic stuff. So, uh, thank you, Camden Yards, for that. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's like I believe it, the the distance down the left field. Um, line was thir 330 feet before that sounds right <clears throat> which is interesting so i don't know how how much farther back they're going to move it <clears throat> um that'll be interesting to see but i mean it's still not gonna be they say it's it and they made it clear they were like it's still going to be a pitcher's park so a hitter's park <clears throat> oh yeah sorry hitter's park <clears throat> Yeah, no, they're like, it's still going to be that, but it will be less of it, mm. essentially. I guess. I, I, I don't hate I don't it. I don't, I just, I'm so indifferent to it. The Orioles are one of those teams that they're just so bad right now. It's yeah. like the Pirates. Anything the Pirates do, I don't, I just, I'm so fucking indifferent to it. They, um, <clears throat> I mean, it, like, so the Tigers back in the day, we were dog shit. Before we were dog shit now. Like, yep. right a couple years after Comerica opened. Because um, that park was so ridiculously deep, nobody could hit home runs. <clears throat> so, like, 
You know, do you know where the bullpens are in Comerica Park right now out there yes. in left field? I've seen them. So, obviously, you see the, the, the wall we have now. And then the bullpens in between and then the wall on the other side of the bullpens. The yes. wall on the other side of the bullpens used to be how deep that park was. I think I did know that. If I, I do believe I did know that. The bullpens used to be in right field. <clears throat> um, there was like a hole cut out in the stands, and they were in there. Um, Back where the bleachers are? Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is where the bleachers are. Mm-hmm. Huh. That part I did not know. Yeah, that wall didn't move, but yeah, it, where there are now bleachers, there's just a hole, and that's where the bullpens were. Because <laughs> that park was ridiculously yes. deep. I mean, it still is. It's huge. That's a pitcher's park for sure, but um, I mean, you don't hear about many alterations to ballparks these days. Last one I can remember is uh, Houston when they took uh, took that hill out of center that field. Stupid fucking mound. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of liked it because it was quirky, but I mean, it it was a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, and I think so. The where the hill, where the wall was when they still had the hill. <clears throat> To dead center was as deep as Comerica Park center field is still today. <laughs> like that and sounds they moved right. That, yeah, I believe it was four twenty feet, four hundred twenty feet both ways. So <clears throat> yeah, that's I mean that's that's crazy deep. They moved that in a lot, but uh, I, I do kind of miss the hill. But yeah, I think that's the last ballpark uh, stadium renovation that I can think of. Or not renovation, but alteration. That sounds right. Um, you want to take this bit of NASCAR news, and then we can move on. Um, we got a little bit here. Um, this one, this first one, kind of shocked me, and that's that Eric Almirola is going to be uh, retiring after 2022. Uh, the reasoning, he just wants to spend more time with his family. So respect to that. Good for um, him. Eight wins across NASCAR's top three series. He's got three in the Cup series. Um, won a race last year, I do believe. Um, and the replacement for Almirola at season's end is pretty much, I think, set in stone already. Uh, given that they had hired Ryan Priest to be a reserve driver uh, <clears throat> for this season, I mean, it seems like he's brought on to do that just so nobody else can get him. I mean, that would be my assumption. That makes sense. <clears throat> so, I mean, <clears throat> and good for Ryan Priest. He, he does deserve a good cup ride. Um, he's been uh, pretty good everywhere he's been. I mean, I think he's honestly an upgrade over Eric Almirola, but, um, you know, <clears throat> Eric's done done what he could do. Fair enough to him. I said, there's been so many funny memes. <laughs> because for a while, Almirola just kind of bounced around. Like, he was uh, once a reserve driver for Jimmy Johnson, so, like, and he was a reserve driver for plenty of people. I believe his first Xfinity Series win came when his win in quotations, air quotes. Um, he started the race as a reserve driver. Denny Hamlin was across the country qualifying at a different track. And then his helicopter couldn't find a place to land. So they had to have Eric start the car and then race the first 30 laps. And then they took him out. <laughs> took Ouch. him out of the car. And Denny Hamlin drove it to the win, but in NASCAR, and I don't know about other series, it's who starts the car. Yeah. So Eric Almirola's first win, he was so pissed he'd already left the track. 
So, I, yeah, there. don't blame him. Yeah, but no, there's so many funny pictures of people are sharing of him in like uniforms that just like make no sense. Like he's in a DuPont Jeff Gordon uniform, a Lowe's Jimmy Johnson suit, um, a Budweiser Dale Jr. suit. <clears throat> Wild stuff. But uh, yeah, good, you know, good solid career for Eric Almarola. Nothing spectacular, but you know, you win any race in NASCAR. And you win in, I don't think he ever won a truck race, but he might have. <clears throat> but uh, you win in any of the top three divisions, you, you know, more successful in the series than any of us will ever be. So yeah. uh, good on you. Um, with the testing that's been happening uh, at Daytona this week, we've seen a few of the paint schemes. Plenty of them are coming out now <clears throat> for this next season, of course, featuring that new number placement that's going to. Uh, apparently wreck all the cars according to that person on facebook <clears throat> um now i've never i was never a big fan of this i understand why they wanted to do it um gives more sponsor space and everything like that makes more money <clears throat> like yeah in theory um some of the schemes that have come out and i was actually gonna uh, make a little collage of these for you so you could like know what i'm talking about here <clears throat> some of them are really good like some of these teams are nailing the whole new number placement thing. Like <clears throat> the 11 of Denny Hamlin is awesome. That's like one of my favorites so far. Um, both cars from track house racing have been great. <clears throat> Stuart Haas racing can't miss right now. Like they, all of their schemes look phenomenal. Like they nailed it. <clears throat> and then their teams. Like, uh, specifically, the worst one that I've seen is the 20 car of um, Christopher Bell, the Ream car. So the whole reason, as I said, to move the numbers up was to give the sponsors more space on the side of the car. They left half the car blank. Nice. <laughs> like, the entire rear, both rear fenders don't have a single sponsor on it. Now, they, they could have some corporate tie-ins that they throw in there. Ream could and just put them on there. So you're saying from Ream. quarter panel, <clears throat> rear quarter panel to rear quarter panel behind the bumper. Essentially. So I am saying <clears throat> from the front of the rear wheel well, because that's about where the Ream logo ends. Okay. To the very... Uh, end of the side of the car. I don't. I haven't seen the back bumper. I'd assume there's something on that, but <clears throat> all the way to where the side of the car meets the back bumper. Whose car is it? Uh, Christopher Bell. I think I might. I might have a picture saved of it <clears throat> that I can send to you. Let's see. Uh, it's Harvick. <clears throat> go to go. Just go to Christopher Bell's Twitter or something. <clears throat> but like that one's horrendous. There's been a couple others that are just terrible. <clears throat> but I, I do, I, you know, even people who <clears throat> like people like me who don't necessarily want this to happen, but really could care less. Like once we get through Daytona, like nobody's going to even notice it. <clears throat> like it's just going to be part of the new normal. Like it already is. Like, like I said, a lot of these schemes are great. I don't, I don't even care about it. <clears throat> but like, you got people out there that 
want to boycott NASCAR because they moved the damn numbers. It's ridiculous. What the fuck? Have you seen it? Yeah. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So, on, <laughs> so the back, literally... on the back bumper, okay. it just says ream.com and then Toyota. That's what they should put. <clears throat> oh, okay. So here's a ream scheme from 2022 that I do have saved that I'm going to send to you. This was announced after Christopher Bell's scheme. And then literally everyone was like, look at this. 20 car, JGR. This is what you should have done. Because they put ream.com along the, the the quarter panel of the car, right above the wheel well. <clears throat> it's like, come that on. That makes sense. Like, that's how you're supposed to use the space. Oh. What are you doing? <clears throat> Good God. I, I'm glad I went to look at that. But I mean, I'm, I'm not glad because that's just so terrible. Like... Like I said, Stuart Hobbs Racing hasn't missed on any of these schemes. There's still plenty that uh, need to be uh, released. I'm actually really excited for Joey Logano's 22 car because, um, thank God, with the number placement, they have to switch up that paint scheme that's been so stale for so long. <clears throat> um, and with – no, they do. Well, at least with Joey's fire suit because that has been seen. He, uh, he showed us all that. Um, and that had some white on it, <clears throat> which there's never been white on that car. It's been yellow and red all throughout, ever since Logano's been there, even before Logano has been there. Kurt Busch drove that. But uh, <laughs> enough of the paint schemes. Um, final bit of NASCAR news. This one was hilarious. <laughs> Tyler Reddick signed a multi-race sponsorship deal, and I'm not quite sure how to pronounce this because it's a company I've never heard of. I'm just going to assume 3 chi <clears throat> that's exactly how it looks on the car. It's 3CHI. I'd say 3G. <clears throat> Just a distributor of THC and CBD products. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally, this came right, you know, <clears throat> like after we had all the, the LGB coin stuff. And then this comes out. It's just like, fuck you yeah, up, man. And of course, everyone's like, this is okay, but <clears throat> but, 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 but let's go, Brandon, get pee on the car. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 3G probably has some form of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, I believe they do. <clears throat> I would assume they do. <clears throat> and, yeah, no, they're actually a legitimate company. <clears throat> Let's move on. Though. I could have oh. gotten into more Brandon Brown stuff, but I'm sick of talking about him, and I kind of wish that I could go back to a time. It's like you with Rico Beard. I want to go back to a time before I knew he existed. <clears throat> yeah. Which would be about NASCAR Heat 2, because he was always racing in the back in those games. <clears throat> Let's move on to the college football playoff, our national title game. Our final oh, time boy. in Season 5. We talk about college football. It's a sad time, but... Or at least, let me rephrase it. The final time we talk about a game being played. Right. Right, indeed. The Georgia Bulldogs beat the Alabama Crimson Tide 33-18. to This game was 9-3, 9-6 at half. 9-6 in favor of Alabama. In favor of Alabama at half. This is the third national title claimed by the Alabama or the 
by the Georgia Bulldogs. And the first since Herschel Walker was there in 1980. Yeah, long ass time. Um... <clears throat> A few more things, uh, real quick before we talk about we fin- we talk about this. Uh, Georgia's head coach Kirby Smart wins his first national championship in his sixth season at Georgia. Stetson Bennett wins the offensive MVP. Stetson Bennett went 17 for 26, two to- 224, two touchdowns, two fumbles, one of which was lost. Um, all I'm going to say real quick, Stetson Bennett, uh, hell of a journey by him. He, yeah. Absurd. Um, like what? He was a fucking mailman a couple years back? Essentially. <laughs> and then, well, no, literally, I think. Um, and then, you know, walked on to Georgia, had to leave, came back. I say in 2017, he walked on to Georgia. He was behind Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm, who did lead Georgia to a national title that they then lost. Um, Stetson Bennett didn't take a snap. Justin Fields committed to Georgia, and then Bennett left to decide to transfer to Jones County Community College. Um, Stetson Bennett, who is a mostly hometown kid, I mean, he's from Atlanta, so he won this quite yeah. literally in his hometown. Well, what they said that he was when he was three years old. I think they said that he wanted. He said he was gonna play quarterback at Alabama. Yeah, or at uh, Georgia. Sorry, it's, I, I'm like the guy giving out the hats at the end of this game. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> the Georgia player walking around with an Alabama national championship hat. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody goofed on that one. Um, in 2018, he again was he did transfer. That was after he transferred to Jones County Community College. He um entered the transfer portal a second time. He almost went to Louisiana. The Louisiana Raging Cajuns. He ended up going back to Georgia, though, because Justin Fields tra- um, transferred to Ohio State. Uh, worked out pretty well for Justin Fields. And Ohio State, mostly. I would say it worked out rather well. Um, He was able to get a scholarship back. In 2019, Stetson Bennett had two touchdowns, one interception. He had one rushing touchdown. He appeared in the SEC title game after Jake Fromm went down with an injury. They lost to LSU. Yep, and then, <clears throat> I don't know, won the starting job, what it was, the situation with, uh, what's his name, uh, JT Daniels? Um, In 2020, um, Bennett started the season as a backup to DeWan Mathis. Um, Mathis was named the starter after the original plan starter um, opted out because of COVID. Bennett eventually got the starting job, and then USC transfer JT Daniels did end up winning the starting job. Um, here in 2020, uh, JT or 2021, JT Daniels kind of wasn't good. <laughs> um. Granted, he won the start. He got the starting job after JT Daniels went um down with a oblique injury against the UAB Blazers. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> when it comes to Stetson Bennett, I really think he's a lot. Not so much with the story and you know how he wound up where he where he wound up, <clears throat> but more so like just the way he plays. He's a lot like a Cade McNamara sort of guy. <clears throat> like, he's not going to blow you away. He's just going to 
do smart stuff. He's he's just gonna get you to where he's gonna do basically what he needs to do to get you wins. <clears throat> That's basically what he is. Um he had the one fumble. <clears throat> uh the the fumble loss that is just insane because he was trying to throw the ball away. He fumbled it just before his arm was coming forward. It bounces on the ground and Alabama picks it up and the player that picked it up, his foot could not have been any closer to being out of bounds if he tried. Like, you could not fit a piece of paper in between yeah. his foot and the line. I, I, yeah, I have no idea how he stayed in bounds. You couldn't see white in between. Like, that's it's just insane. And what did Stetson Bennett do? Came back in that, what, it was a 50-some yard throw, I believe. And yeah, I believe so. it wasn't, and it wasn't one of those, you know, 10-yard passes, and then the wide receiver did the rest. No, that was a bomb into the end zone. I mean, <clears throat> he came back. He responded real well. Uh, so, I mean, the stats don't blow you away, but he made plays when he had to. And then defensively, Lewis Sign wins. I believe that's how, if I remember correctly, is how that's pronounced. I think it's Lewis Seen. Seen. Okay, Lewis Seen wins defensive MVP. Seven tackles, six solo tackles, one tackle for loss, and one pass defended. Um, all I'm gonna say about this one and deserved it. That Georgia de- that Georgia defense. Anyone on it on that defense could have won it. I am still a big fan of um. Um, God. <laughs> Fucking defensive end, 99, huge, huge man. I, I don't know. I'm, trying, I'm looking his name it, up right now. I know, he's, I know he's a dude, but I don't remember. Yeah, he's a dude. It, for any reason, I always want to say um, Jordan Lewis, but that's not who it is. So give me yeah, one no, second. Yeah, definitely not Jordan Lewis. Give me one second. <laughs> Jordan Lewis is a corner for Michigan. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I think he's with the Cowboys now. Uh, sounds right. I mean, unless they let him go, I don't know. <clears throat> Are but... you going to <laughs> do what I want you to do, <clears throat> Internet? No, all I'll say on Georgia before we move on to the NFL, really. Jordan Davis. Just, there we go. Ah, there we go. I knew, I knew at, Jordan was in there somewhere. I couldn't remember. What, at what six last foot, time. huge, three hundred and sixty pounds. Like six nine. Six foot, huge. He just huge <laughs> motherfucker on the, as a defensive end, and I love, I love watching him play. Def- um, defense flexes <clears throat> down to a defensive tackle. Phenomenal. The, Last bit on Georgia that I've had is basically the best team won. <clears throat> yeah. Like, they had the blemish against Alabama, and now you look back at it, it's like, ah, well, how in the world that happened? Well, Al- Alabama played better that day, but Georgia <clears throat> got their shit together. And, I mean, it was tight for a long time, but they made the plays when they had to and when Alabama wasn't making the plays. All so. I'm going to say, this Georgia defense, phenomenal. Um. I, yeah, I mean, one of the best all time. 
I don't even think I could say one of the best. I think it is the best of all time, in co- at it least in college be. football. I say one of the best because I really don't <clears> – <throat> I would have to, you know, look it up and, and I mean, everything like that. You had like, that, I like, can't... late 90s, like 99, and then 2000 Miami Hurricanes defense, which was phenomenal. But <clears throat> I honestly yeah, don't I know if they're better than this defense. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone better. Yeah, it it would have to be that, like those late nineties to two th- or to two thousand Miami defenses. Pretty much, I mean, with yeah, fucking Georgia's, Ray Lewis and company. Georgia's insane. <clears throat> like for Michigan, like no shame in losing to that. What are you gonna do? No, nothing. It's nothing. Anything else on this nope, game? That's all I got. I, I don't have much to say because this game just the better the best team did win. Yeah, took them a while to to prove they were the best team, but once yeah. they did, no doubt. Let's move on to the NFL Week 18, the first Week 18 in NFL history. This is what I have dubbed NFL Dominoes. Because that's what this that's what this week was. Yeah. <clears throat> like, good God above. The things that had to happen to have us wind up where we did. Oh, Crazy. Jesus. <laughs> um Kansas City Chiefs beat the Denver Broncos on Saturday, twenty eight, twenty four. Uh Kansas <clears throat> kinda of cut this a little closer. Kansas City cut this a little closer. Not much to yeah, say. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Denver had them on the ropes. They were marching on the field. The dagger Melvin drive. Gordon, <clears throat> it, I, I did call it the dagger drive, man. It should have been. Melvin Gordon with a fumble, picked up. Casey takes it back. It was it was game over at that time. There's no way Denver's responding after that. Not a chance. Casey goes into the playoffs still hot, even with the loss to Cincinnati. I mean, it's... Nobody nobody wants to see Kansas City. No. Pittsburgh really doesn't want to see Kansas City, but they have to. Double no. Um, well, this game happened on Saturday night. Dallas Cowboys played the Philadelphia Eagles in a game last week in the picks. I said Philly could backdoor cover Dallas. Uh, no. Because the spread was seven and a half. Dallas won 51 <clears throat> to 26. Was this the Scorigami game? Yes. I was to say we had a Scorigami this weekend. Um, Gardner Minshew's mustache did not rule the day. No. <laughs> That's, um, I still love me some Gardner Minshew though. I mean, and hey, you know, he was he was all right. <clears throat> he he did what he what he had to do. I mean, for Philly, this really didn't mean a ton. They were already in the playoffs, so you know. And couldn't get a better seed. Yeah, they, they mean, were locked it, in. What did it really mean? I mean, that's why you saw it. I mean, Jalen Hurts is a little banged up too, but he wouldn't have started even if he was fully healthy. I don't think. No. Um. I mean, they they were missing pieces on defense, but even if you know <clears throat> Dallas starts all their guys, Philly starts all their guys, and score might not not be that much different. Dallas Philly just might have out there it. and bludgeoned them. <clears throat> Philly might have made it closer. That's about it. Let's move on. Um, 
Moving to Sunday, the Washington football team beat the lowly New York Giants 22-7. to Last last game for the football team, man. Yeah, maybe. All right. Yeah, maybe. We don't know for sure yet, but uh, yeah. <clears throat> if, if it was football team, it's been fun. Uh, I will always call you the football team. <clears throat> I might, call, I might start fun. calling them the football club. I do. I, I really do hope it would be the most football team thing ever. It'd be the most Dan Snyder thing ever <clears throat> to hype up the new name for the team after two years of the two seasons of the Washington football team, it'd be the most dance to do a name change on a name change and then wind up being instead of the football team, the football club on a Tuesday in the middle of the morning at like 11 o'clock. I'm, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for that to happen. I want it to happen. Well, it's already it's supposed to be on like a Tuesday. Oh, I know that, but I'm, I'm rooting for the football club. I really am. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Let's move for, on for the meet. For the memes alone, yeah, yeah. There's nothing to say, nothing to say about this game other than the Giants QB sneak on third and nine, which we've already addressed. Um, the Minnesota, Vi- <clears throat> the Minnesota Vikings beat the Chicago Bears thirty-one to seventeen. Yeah, Matt Nagy's fate wasn't already sealed. Uh, this definitely sealed it. Um, Mike Zimmer, nothing apparently could help him, but yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Both both these teams looking for new head coaches. And domino number one. <laughs> Yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Indianapolis Colts 26-11. to Trevor what? Lawrence, I got one thing to say about this game. Trevor Lawrence actually didn't look like a fucking bum. Hey, he looks solid. Like, you know I, who did? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz did. Yeah, he looked bad. Like, they're, they're <sighs> already, they're talking now about he might not be the guy. Like yeah, I saw something be- that the Colts are finally going to stop trying just to band-aid the situation. That was the yeah. That was the quote that they aren't gonna apply the band aid on the QB situation anymore. I don't know what that means for him. I don't know who they go and get. But you might have to draft a guy and just hope it works. Maybe, unless they think that they can get involved with potentially getting Russell Wilson. Yeah, I really I don't know. I mean, they want to take the chance. I I don't think the Colts are dumb enough to take a chance on Deshaun Watson. I really don't. I don't think Jimmy Irsay is that. Right. <clears throat> you know, you got people questioning Frank Reich now. I mean... The only thing I'm going to question is, why is Jonathan Taylor not touching the ball every play? Dude, literally have J- Jonathan Taylor give him 35 carries a game. Yeah. Like, what's so hard to understand about that? I don't get it. <clears throat> like, like, just do it. Honestly, like, just have... have uh, <laughs> This was announced just a little bit ago. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. Kirk Ferentz <laughs> is getting a, a contract extension at Iowa through the 2029 season. 2020? What? I... <laughs> now, I'm sure Iowa fans might be happy about that. Because um, their beef isn't with Kirk Ferentz, but it is Kirk Ferentz's son having a place on the coaching staff. So this is, this is turning into... Mark D'Antonio, like he's just helping out. He's just helping out buddies. <clears throat> oh my gosh! I just saw this, and like I opened ESPN for a second. I just saw this through twenty twenty nine. 
goodness gracious. How old is Kirk Ferentz? Uh, well, he's 66 and just com- he just completed his 23rd season at Iowa. Goodness gracious. <clears throat> All right. Interesting for Iowa. Um, I mean, I'm sure they could buy him out technically at some point. Probably. Jonathan Taylor only touched the ball 15 times. Yep. Against the Jags. That's where that's where the questions with Frank Reich are coming in. <clears throat> and I mean they were getting bludgeoned. Like it, it, they were never in never in that game. No. <clears throat> Come on. Like it, <clears throat> this this game made no sense. Like there is no reason for the Jags to win this game. And they won this game. <clears throat> What's up, Caleb? How you doing? <clears throat> give give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. That has to be the game plan for next year. Uh, I don't care who your quarterback it, is. It really, like I said, give Jonathan Taylor the ball 35 times. Come on. Get the NFL's leading rusher, and you gave him the ball 15 times. The second best running back in the NFL. Yeah. Because Derrick Henry is still better. Next year, who knows? Maybe Jonathan Taylor might, might be number one. I don't know. Anything else to say about this game? Notable thing for the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, all of their fans showed up wearing uh, clown costumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Pat the Colts got too, fucking clowned. Pat was not too happy about that one. <laughs> it was... <laughs> we lost in clown town. Goodness gracious. <clears throat> I bet they weren't expecting that when they showed up to the game dressed as clowns. The, the Colts got the, fucking clowned. A win to keep the Colts out of the playoffs. And my final note for this game, I, I, I like the Colts, man. I like Jonathan Taylor. I love watching Jonathan <clears throat> and, Taylor play football. And they and they screwed it up. Yeah. Uh, don't mm. go off to such a cold start next year, Colts, and maybe you can make it. Moving on, the Cleveland Browns beat the Cincinnati Bengals 21-16. All I got to say about this game is meh. I I mean, who cares? It really didn't matter for the Bengals. Once the Chiefs won, anyway. Once the Chiefs won, this game was just kind of just meh. Yeah, I mean, it. because I I would imagine you sat most of your guys, right? Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon was out with um, contact tracing, COVID contact tracing. Mm. Um and Joe Burrow sat. I mean, as he should. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, good for the Browns, I guess. Didn't matter. You were already out of the playoffs, so. I... That division, <clears throat> that division, man. Yeah. That turned into something that we did not expect. I I really wish I could say something about this game, but it's just so meh. <laughs> Like, it would have been nice for the Bengals. The Browns The Bengals didn't beat the Browns this year. Lost them both times. I mean, they, they would have won this game had everyone been playing. Um, like, I don't have a doubt now. So I don't have much to say about this game. Uh, Caleb asked you, do you believe in the Bengals yet? They might do. They might do something in the playoffs against the Raiders if they show up and actually play football. I have been. I have been on the Bengals. I believe since week four, where I said that they were good, and then they gave us a couple scares along the way. 
They're just, they're possibly one of the, like, if it wasn't for the Chargers, who we'll talk about here in a minute, the Bengals oh, would probably be the most inconsistent team in football. Yeah, quite possibly. And that's quite what possibly. worries me. Um, because Zach Taylor, even though he's probably going to win Coach of the Year, just, I don't know if ah. he's the guy. I don't know if he's Coach of the Year. Let's um, <clears throat> last thing I gotta say about this game, I wish I could say something about the game itself, but other than the fact it, it's just it was so fucking meh. Um, where do the Browns go from here? Like, you got they? I don't know if Baker's <clears throat> the guy. I know this year he's injured, but something yeah, just it, you... <clears throat> something needs to happen somewhere. I don't think you give up on Baker <clears throat> yet. Well, you can't because you I have him give... for next year. Right. You're paying him no I matter mean... what. Yeah, well, at least, yeah, you're paying him something. I mean, somebody might take him, but um, I don't think you – I don't think you move on from Baker yet. <clears throat> like, I don't think you look for a trade partner and trade him below what his value would have been last year. I feel like that would be a bit silly. <clears throat> I don't know. Browns, I mean, with the way that division turned out this year – I mean, if they have a good off season, Baker gets healthy, you know, they might be able to get back into, you know, what they were doing. <clears throat> I and mean, they still got, still got Nick Chubb. I, mean, I would say, and I was about to turn it. this around, and Kevin Stefanski needs to run fucking Nick Chubb, just like, <sighs> just like Jonathan Taylor needs to get the ball thirty times, twenty five, thirty, thirty five times a game. Nick Chubb needs to get the ball thirty times a game. Why is it so hard? <clears throat> To just run star running backs. Why is this? It works for the Titans. Mike Mike Tomlin had his moments with Najee Harris. It's like, come on now. Just just do it. What are we doing? Let's move on to the Titans, who I just kind of mentioned. The Titans beat the Texans 28-25. Yeah. Whoop-de-doo. Nobody cares. Uh, They get... um, Derrick Henry, back for the playoffs. Which is scary. So, that's I, They were the best team in the NFL before he got hurt. Mama, so. mama there goes that man. Here comes mm-hmm. that man. Right. Like, I think Tennessee, you know, I know we say this about a lot of teams, like, you don't want to run into them because, like, <clears throat> you don't know what they are. Like, we've been, they've been without Derrick Henry for so long. Like, it's going to be... It'll be a wild, wild time. Uh, mama, here comes that man. Mm-hmm. I, I think Derek. Like if Derrick Henry is even like a third is as good as he was pre-injury as he was this year, because Derrick Henry was going to easily su- surpass two thousand yards this year. Oh, easily, easily. <clears throat> Jonathan Taylor should have as well. And Derrick Henry would have done it in 16 games. He wouldn't have needed the 17th. Yeah, we would have. Been, might have done it in 15. He could have done it in 14. <laughs> Derrick Henry, if he's if he's just like a third as good as he was pre-injury, this postseason run, Titans might win the fucking Super Bowl. I think they. I really do think that he probably could have came back <clears throat> this week or the week before, but they know how important he is to that team. 
and they just took their time, got him healthy, and they're going to bring him back for the playoffs, and that's something that no team that could face the Titans wants to see. Yeah. <clears throat> like, have fun. Dude's a bowling ball. Godspeed, soldier. That's it. <laughs> Godspeed. That's, yeah, that's it on that one. The Detroit Football Lions beat the Green Bay Packers 37-30. Yeah. <clears throat> um, for some reason, Aaron Rodgers played half of this game. I really don't know why. <clears throat> and the Lions were still beating them even when Aaron Rodgers was in the game. So I this this game made no sense to me. Um, Dean, <clears throat> good for the Lions, I guess. You know, so some some breakout players this season for us is really just the best thing that we can look at. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown <clears throat> is a dude. Like, he's – his second half of the season was incredible. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Swift, if we use him properly, can – And he stays healthy. <clears throat> and he stays healthy. Yeah, that's a bit of a problem as well. <clears throat> and Dan Campbell uses him. Still bitter about my fantasy Super Bowl, but I digress. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, the Lions have some pieces that they can build around, obviously, Penny Sewell. And, you know, earlier in the year, if you would have told me that I would be okay with Jared Goff going into next season, I would have called you crazy. But, I mean, now, <clears throat> I mean, we've seen, like, once Dan Campbell took over the play calling, it really was just night and day difference. Like, Goff was way better. <clears throat> and then in the games where we didn't have Jared Goff with Tim Boyle, you saw just how much of a gap there was between the two. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, you got to pay him for next year anyway uh, on that big deal. After next season, if you want to move on from him, you can do it. Uh, contract runs, I think, a year or two after that. <clears throat> but you can get rid of him next year for uh, no cap hit. So we will see. All I'm going to say go ahead. is another bit. 2023 is another big uh, uh, season to see where the Lions truly are. All I'm going to say, like, let's be honest. The 20, the 2022-2023 Lions, so this upcoming season, or well, next season, Lions probably aren't going to be great. Are they going to be worse than the NFL? Or competing for worse than the NFL? Probably not. No, I don't think so. I think we'll <clears throat> probably still be in I will that top say that. ten pick top ten pick range somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, I would agree. <clears throat> Caleb asks, uh, do we take the risk of not taking a quarterback this year? I mean <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm all right with it. I mean it wouldn't <clears throat> hurt. I don't want a quarterback with the second pick. <clears throat> that is way too high. Um if you want to trade down if you're not sold on Thibodeau or Hutchinson or any other one of those top guys, um, then yeah, uh, sure, just trade down, get more picks. <clears throat> um, if I would look at a quarterback with any pick, it would be the Rams pick, wherever that one winds up being. Uh, but it's going to depend on <clears throat> you know who's available. Like Who knows how deep the Rams go, if Malik Willis is still going to be there, if Matt Corral is still going to be there. We don't know right now, so I think those are your two best, the Lions' two best options. I think Kenny Pickett's going to be gone. I would, 
by the second pick. Kenny, Kenny, well, yeah. Oh, the yeah, the the Rams pick. I yeah, guess. I was Rams like, pick. wait, what? <clears throat> I was like, what? You think the Jags are taking Kenny Pickett? No. Um, <clears throat> no. Uh, yeah. It, it's it, right right now. Like, I I can't even put together like a draft strategy of what I want to do because we don't know where that Rams pick is gonna fall. <laughs> like, if they go out and bomb in their in their game this weekend then well <laughs> things things could get interesting that pick gets gets higher if they go on a run i mean we could have an early 20s pick or we could have obviously worst case scenario the 32nd pick so we will and see what turn around that. and have the uh, 34th right exactly so um <clears throat> Yeah, it's 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 going to be an interesting scenario. I'm not uh, to the point where I think we need to take a quarterback next year, uh, because I think, <clears throat> like I said, I think we're going to be top ten pick, uh, 2024 or 2023 rather. Yes, so, I I agree, and I will say this, and I mean no disrespect to you, Jordan. Oh, I feel like I know college football a little bit more than you because I watch a extremely unhealthy amount of college football. I mean, I do as well, but you also played, so <clears throat> who am I to argue? Not even, not even that. Like, I am just a college football guy. I, I'm not as much of an NFL guy. This year's quarterback class is not great. Oh, no, it's definitely not. Next year's honestly could be just as bad, though, other than the fact that you're going to have <laughs> C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. You're going to have two guys next year. Mm-hmm. That we know f- most likely are going to come out as juniors. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> and I would take um, either one of those two guys. I think over who is in this draft. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I would take Bryce Young over Corral and Willis, obviously, <clears throat> and C.J. Stroud over Corral and Willis. So yeah. <clears throat> That's kind of why I want to I, – I, I, if we get one of those two, hey, <clears throat> we'll see it how it goes. It won't hurt you. It won't hurt the Lions if they get Matt Crowell or um, Willis. No, I, it won't hurt, but um, <clears throat> do you wait it out with the hopes of getting Bryce Young, who all indications is one of the best quarterbacks we've seen at Alabama in a long time? Yeah. 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 So that's that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, that's fair. We 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 got we got months and months to go before the draft, so we'll see what uh, what shakes out with that. Uh, let's move on. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Baltimore Ravens sixteen to thirteen. Um, Domino say, number two. <laughs> let's say one thing about this game real quick, and it's not even about this game. It's about the Baltimore Ravens season in general. John Harbaugh's a fucking moron. Uh, he has End had quote. some moronic. His his. He has had some moronic moments this year. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. Um, I I can't call him a moron. <clears throat> you know, he's had success with Baltimore. He has, yes. You know, Super Bowl champion, obviously, there. So um, I, I won't call him a moron, but he did some – his game management this year was very interesting, <clears throat> as were a lot of, a lot of NFL coaches. Um, so I'm gonna say one thing. I know for a f- I know 
NFL head coaches are are really afraid of getting going into overtime and getting that this, tie. They're afraid of the tie. This year more than ever. Yes. <clears throat> NFL coaches seem to be really afraid of that tie because then you get in a scenario like the Steelers did where and we'll talk about the rest of the dominoes here in a minute. This is as you said domino 2 where the Steelers who spoiler alert if you've missed it, you didn't know it by now, it's been six days. The Steelers did make the fucking playoffs. If if you've been living under a rock and you've missed it, I'm I, I hate to spoil it to you. <laughs> but they made the playoffs. What? They made the playoffs? No way. <laughs> Although to be fair, I probably would have said that about week ten. Yeah, that is true. Um you get that tie like the Steelers did. And I believe they were the only NFL team to get a tie this year. Obviously, other than the Lions, other, who tied other that Other than game. the Lions, but yeah. Yeah. That was the only, that let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it so it's actually correct. That was the only tie this year. It was. Okay. Um, You get a scenario like that where you do get the tie. You need so many fucking things to go right for you to make a, have a chance of making the playoffs. Two. Like, yep. getting that tie can royally fuck your season. So I understand I it. <clears throat> yeah, but at the same time, like, we're, we're, coaches are handing out W's to other teams now. Yeah. And John Harbaugh is the forefront of that, has been the forefront of that this year. I think there's one guy, <laughs> one guy worse. But we'll get to him. Yeah. Anything else to say about this game? Nope. <clears throat> good for the, good for the Steelers. Good for Ben Roethlisberger. His yeah. final ride. Let's move on, though. <laughs> He's not sounding too confident. He's got to go into Kansas City. But um, <clears throat> I saw hey. I saw a quote where he was like, "You know, we're the underdogs. Let's just go out there and play football and have fun." That's exactly what he said. I think, but he's like, I think of that same quote because I watched the video. He's like, you know, we're not, we're not really a good football team. They've they've got a lot, a lot of questions. I mean, he's not lying, but yeah, that's probably not what fans want to hear. But they should know by now. The New Orleans Saints beat the Atlanta Falcons thirty to twenty. The Saints almost made the playoffs. They had a solid season. For what they had to go through to get to where they were to have a chance to make the playoffs in week 18. I thought the Saints were done weeks ago. Yeah. But they apparently did what they had to do to have a meaningful week 18 game and uh they they needed some help uh that they didn't get on this day, but I mean <clears throat> without Jameis, who I mean Jameis isn't like the greatest of all time or anything, but he's certainly better than the revolving door of quarterbacks that they had. Ian Book, Trevor Simeon, Trevor Simeon, Jason Hill, who I think could have been like solid quarterback. Probably, and he's shown flashes at points. Right, he well, he showed flashes when, I mean, at least in the past, like when Drew Brees was there, and he was just a bit of a distraction. But even, I mean, even some... this year, he showed flashes <laughs> of being solid. Yeah, I mean, he 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 had some some good moments, but. I mean, Jameis gave them the best chance to win by far. And to even have them be in that situation with three quarterbacks playing 
after Jameis went down crazy. The Saints. I just remember I just remember when the Saints were the, the most inconsistent team in the NFL. Remember that? Yeah. For... They one, one week one, lost week two, one week three, lost week four. Yeah. And they won big, lost big, won big, lost big. Yeah, like they would beat teams that they really shouldn't beat and then lose teams that you're like, what? By 20. <clears throat> Both ways. Crazy. Crazy. Um, the Saints, big thing going into the offseason for Sean Payton, the Saints. Figure out if you believe in Jameis Winston and get that fucking quarterback room healthy. The biggest reason they had that revolving door of Taysom Hill um Trevor Simeon and Ian Book is because none of the quarterbacks in that quarterback room could stay healthy. No. <laughs> Bad times. Anything else to say? Uh no, not really. Okay. Miami Dolphins beat the New England Patriots 33-24. Patriots are kind of backpedaling into the playoffs. Um <coughs> They still made it. Matthew yeah, a little... Judon's a, a dude. Yeah. Um they, yeah, they backed in a little bit. Uh, you know, they had the the loss to the Colts that, um, you know, we were. I think we were both so high on the Patriots at that time. Um, they was like, wait, what? But <clears throat> yeah, they they and they went out and and did it, and they did back in a little bit. But uh, you know, I, the Dolphins. Oh, go ahead, finish. <laughs> no, I just think the Patriots. Uh, you know, they they got a shot. You got Bill Belichick coaching your team. You always have a shot. Dolphins just, they still had a chance and to make it and just didn't get the help. Yeah, the Dolphins organization is ass. Steven Ross. Yeah. and The Dolphins open had a up, chance to get in. Open up that, that wallet for a little bit of NIL money there, Ross. <laughs> and they just they didn't get the help they needed Sunday. I think they needed the Steelers to lose. The Steelers didn't. I think they also needed um. I think it was just they needed the Steelers to lose. No. Who now? The Dolphins. Dolphins? They needed help to get in the play. They needed they was... help, but but they didn't. I don't think. I guess they must have needed more than the uh, Steelers if they didn't make it. Yeah. Because I, I, I think know. they were still playoff eligible on Sunday. I believe so. Um, and they oh, just... and they wore <clears throat> they wore those beautiful throwback uniforms. Please make those the primary. <laughs> and they just didn't get the help they needed, and then Stephen Ross or whoever, just moron, fired get... Brian Flores. <clears throat> Am I going to do MLB when the season comes back around? Maybe. <clears throat> if I get my shit together. I. So that's all I got to say on that is he... Dolphins with Brian Flores head potential. Who are you going to go get, get that's as good or better? No clue. Godspeed. If Flores have a losing season, he might have his first year. I think his first year it... was a losing season. But it I, it wasn't like tragic. Yeah. If I remember correctly, but like what? I think it was back to back. Well, it was it was back to back winning seasons. We know that. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> I I will never understand the Flores move, even with the rumors about him and two and the GM. Yeah. Like, don't like it. 
The Seattle Seahawks beat the Arizona Cardinals 38-30. The Cardinals are frauds. I've said it for a while. And yet, they won this. They win this game. They still they would have won the division. Yeah. Given what happens a couple games from now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. No. Russell Wilson looked good again. I it, it kind of goes into my theory that they rushed uh, Russell Wilson back too early yeah i i agree <clears throat> like he did not look like russell wilson is supposed to look when he first came back and for the the couple weeks following but then last few weeks he's looked a lot better even though they lost to the bears yeah um anything to say about this game <clears throat> i i'm with you man i think the cardinals are frauds <clears throat> they are wildly inconsistent and I would, not even really like they are <clears throat> consistently bad now like you lose to the lions you, you... no 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 you and i'm not a lions fan obviously they didn't just lose yeah. to the lions they got <laughs> fucking dominated by the lions wire to wire blown out <laughs> 313 and or 312 and one Nope, 3-13-1, Detroit uh, Lions. It, it was a struggle for me to say they got dominated by the Lions with a straight face, just just so you know. But it's the truth. I mean, it should not happen. Um, I, will, I, I will do what I can to figure it out. <clears throat> Even though I did say on Twitter yesterday um, that uh, I um, <laughs> yesterday was one of the rare days where I was like, man, I really don't miss streaming on Twitch uh, every day like I used to because all the Pokemane stuff going on. Not just her, but yeah, all of Twitch streamers streaming fucking TV shows now. Apparently that's a good idea. Yeah, that's that's happening. <clears throat> um, yeah. It, like, I, like I said in, in that tweet, it was like, if you would have told me in 2017 that I ever would have defended Pokemane in anything, I would have told you you were crazy. <clears throat> but weird times, man. Weird times. <laughs> But every other day, I, uh, or most days, I, I do miss uh, being on Twitch every day. Most days. Sliding, uh, sliding through the rest of the uh, week 18, um, Buffalo Bills beat the Jets 27-10. Because the Patriots lost in the earlier slate, this game was extremely meaningless. Yeah. <clears throat> um. And, well... Oh, I've... What were the Bills? What were the Bills gonna do? <clears throat> they get, were they gonna go out and lose to the Jets? No. I mean, I know the Colts lost to the to the uh, Jags, which was a shock. But the Bills, in no way, they lose to the Jets, right? No matter what. On paper, yeah. There's no, just no. The Cardinals were consistently good for how many games they started. They had a really good first half of the year. They had a good first seven games. Start, they started 7-0 and and then just... When Kyler got hurt, it was like, like they never recovered from that. <clears throat> like, it's it wasn't so even weird. when Kyler got hurt. They played the Packers and right. they made well, that, that really dumb play call at the end. Right. <clears throat> it wasn't saying like, oh, Kyler got hurt, so that's why they turned into to what they have been no it just seemed like that was a turning point <clears throat> like because they just they didn't play like they were 
Well, if it was as simple as just streaming, I would be doing it. <clears throat> but gotta gotta get some stuff back. Uh, what do I need other than a decent PC again? Uh, not Frontier. Yeah, not Frontier. I gotta <clears throat> gotta get a better internet service. That but way, I, uh, that way, I'm not having to run your Twitch stream from my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, shit, um, Frontier. Um. Yeah, gotta get that taken care of. I think that's it. Like, I still got my webcam. I still got my audio mixer. Still got my microphone. Uh, everything like that. I just need a better PC again. Like, I could theoretically... Oh, and a capture card. I need a capture yeah. card again, too. <clears throat> I could theoretically try if I got a capture card, but I don't think my PC or my internet would handle it. <clears throat> but anyway, let's move on. Uh, yep, let's move on. Um... Buccaneers beat the Panthers 41-17, who, uh, notable thing, Tom Brady stayed in the game long enough for Gronk to get his um, contract incentive. Other than <laughs> that, uh, this game existed. Yeah, not much to say about this one. Um, Buccaneers probably didn't envision themselves playing on Wild Card Weekend, but here they are. <clears throat> this is the start of the season. That defense is just so... Inconsistent. Yeah. Frontier is indeed an internet provider, uh, barely, <laughs> but they are. What <clears throat> charter? What's what's charter speeds these days? Is it still a hundred? I believe so. Let's see what it is right now while I'm streaming. Oh well, that's gonna be terrible. <clears throat> uh, Frontier's uh, megabits per second is ten. So curiosity. Um, while I'm str- well, while running your Twitch stream. I'm at 114. Jesus Christ. Which Maybe are... they upped it again. 114 <clears throat> download. And, um... Even though Charter was... A... Even though Charter was the reason that, you know, this is happening on a Friday. <clears throat> in typical Charter fashion. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, Charter uh, was dead for four days because of a windstorm and Spectrum didn't want to come uh, fix my internet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> so bitter. Let's um, um second to last game. Yeah, thank you. That's where we were. San Francisco 49ers beat the Rams 27-24 in overtime. Uh and make the playoffs. And made the playoffs. I mean <clears throat> who had that happening? I mean the 49ers have been kind of a mess there for the last little bit. They were dead in the water for a little. <laughs> Wild. By the way, <clears throat> the man who picked off Matthew Stafford and sent the Rams to the playoffs in that game, Ambry Thomas, went to Michigan. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Forgot he was a 49er. To say, the, but, uh, the 49ers were dead in the water for a little bit there, and here they are. Between <clears throat> Jimmy G and occasionally Trey Lance and everything that's gone on. I mean, to make it to where they've gotten is rather impressive. So yeah, credit props, props to them uh, for the Rams. I mean, they lost the game. They still win the division title because Arizona lost. Um, <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in a tough spot because I do want Matthew Stafford to succeed, but him not succeeding makes the Lions draft pick we got from the Rams better. So Fair. tough spot to be in. Um, 
I mainly at this point want them to win to spite Jeff Rieger. Very fair. <laughs> it's been hating on Stafford. Literally, I mean, we've been over for this, but I'll say I'll sum it up briefly. He set himself up <clears throat> on Twitter to the point that if the Rams do anything but win the Super Bowl, uh, Matthew Stafford is a failure and basically he is saying that he will always be a failure blah 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 blah, blah. even if they make make to the super bowl and lose like he will be insufferable so to avoid that and so we can all uh annoy the shit out of jeff rieger <clears throat> do want the rams to go far i mean even if he wins jeff rieger if, if the rams win jeff rieger oh well look at the team that he had that he had around him no <clears throat> he won't even say that it'll be uh um well what about uh uh, he threw three straight incompletions in the second quarter. <laughs> like, he pops up on Twitter, right, like, during Rams games. Not when Stafford's doing well. See, he, he will say nothing. And then as soon as he's, like, if Stafford struggles at any point in the game, there he is. Just there waiting. Um, let's right move on to the you. final game. Domino. The last, the last domino. Number. Yep. Packed it well. Honestly, three and four. Three, yeah, three and four. <clears throat> they were they were side by side. They got knocked over at the same time. The Las Vegas Raiders. Thirty-five. The Los Angeles Chargers. Thirty-two. And <clears throat> overtime. So I'm gonna set the stage, and then Jordan, you take this away. Oh boy. Because I did not really watch a lot of this game. You, you would have hated you would have hated every second. Yeah, that's what I've been told. By a lot of people. I imagine if this game was on the Manning cast, <clears throat> like Peyton Manning would be losing his mind because this was just bad football by the Chargers. That's what I've been told. I've gone back and I've seen bits of it. Just so I'm like filled in on what happened. Let me say entirety, just... entirety, hold on. <clears throat> entirety of the second half was just like, what, what are we doing? God, go ahead. Let me set the stage for you. Early in the day, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Baltimore Ravens. But the, the Pittsburgh Steelers needed a bit more help than that because they got the tie against the, the lowly Detroit Football Lions. Worst football game I've ever seen. Yes, yes, yes it was. <laughs> but... The Pittsburgh Steelers, with their win over the Baltimore Ravens, were not eliminated from the playoffs. And, of course, with the Colts' loss to the Jags. And the Colts' loss to the Jags. Thank you. That needed to happen as well. The, that, the, was what was, that was what made Pittsburgh making the playoffs just so out of the realm of possibility. You're like, that ain't going to happen. So I'm going to have to reset this because I actually forgot that, yeah. Sunday morning, the Pittsburgh Steelers... Outlook, outlook was grim because they needed the Colts to lose to the really just the awful Jacksonville Jaguars. They needed to win. Worst the, team in football. The one o'clock slate rolls in. The Jacksonville Jaguars do manage to pull off the miracle and beat the Indianapolis Colts 26-11. to Ben Roethlisberger, who didn't want to get eliminated, He's only been eliminated one time as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yep. Goes he's, out. Uh, he's, he's played two games his entire career where he has been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. 
Yeah. Crazy. Goes out, beats the Baltimore Ravens 16-13 in overtime. That leaves the final domino. The Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers. One team has to win the game. Can't have a tie. If we have a tie, the Steelers are done. Going home, sleeping in bed. They would get to sleep in on Saturday or Sunday. Whatever day it would have been. Sleep in well well into Monday morning. Yeah, wouldn't have to travel anywhere. Other than back home, because I do believe they played in Baltimore. Possibly. I do not remember. And then... I think that's why... I think that's why I put Ben Roethlisberger in a white jersey up here, so... Oh, he is in a white jersey. I didn't I didn't even actually look at the graphic, I'm not going to lie. And then, though, something happened in the Las Vegas-Los Angeles game. We had a winner. Jordan, the stage is yours. Where do I even start? <clears throat> this game was bad. That's where we start. I know I just said the stage was yours, but I took it for a second just to start it off for you. Now, stage is yours. Like, okay. I will start with about 8 minutes, 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. When the Chargers have a third down, or a fourth down, rather, and one. From their own 18-yard line. They are down three. What would you say you should probably do in that situation? You got plenty of game left. There's this thing called punting. That's what I would do. Brandon Staley doesn't know what that is. No. No, he does not. He hasn't known what that is since the uh, game against the Chiefs a few weeks ago. And what was punt. And what was honestly one of the worst Thursday night games that I've watched, but was still one of the most exciting Thursday night games I've watched all season. I don't know. Those early Thursday night games, right, when they first introduced it, were always terrible. Now it's Monday night football that's usually just massive ass. Yeah, um, that's true. No. <clears throat> they don't punt. Go for it on fourth down. Don't get it. <laughs> Set the Raiders up in the red zone. Now, the Raiders did not score a touchdown. Kicked the field goal. They, uh, the Chargers fell down quite a bit in this game. Needed a last-second touchdown pass from Justin Herbert and the extra point to tie the game. Yep. So we do indeed <clears throat> go to overtime. If you're so the Pittsburgh tie, Steelers or a fan, you got you're sweating it out. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, I have seen all over the internet, <laughs> literally just like, <clears throat> um, our our butt cheeks were clenched harder than they've ever been. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially because so the Raiders kick a field goal on the first drive, they got the ball to start overtime. Chargers go down, kick a field goal, tie the game back up. Next score wins. <clears throat> we were looking like we weren't going to get that. 
There are 32 seconds to go. And the tie is looking imminent. The Raiders have the ball on the Chargers 39. You can go for a field goal in that situation if you want to. <clears throat> Little bit risky. It's a long kick. You know, it's a long kick. Things can go wrong. And if you tie, you're still in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Brandon Staley. <clears throat> Brandon fucking Staley. Calls a timeout. There's like eight seconds left on the play clock. It's it's third down. <clears throat> or rather, it's I, it, it, third down, fourth down. I don't remember. I think it was I think, third. Uh, it was third down. Because the... Um... The Raiders were confident we're just gonna kneel it down and get out of there. Yeah. Um, I will say yes. Brandon's um, if you get some of those fourth downs against the Chiefs and you get that one against the Raiders this past weekend, Staley looks like a genius. But <sighs> I like that's that's some Dan Campbell stuff right there, like that he's been doing this season. Knowing that the Lions aren't going anywhere, there's no point in not doing it. Brandon Staley had every reason not to do it. Why is OBS exploding? (laughs) If you get a first down, does that really change it? Like, your drive could still stall out. You're on your own 18. Yeah. Um, OBS is currently exploding, by the way. Of course it is. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, I'm down to uh, zero bits per second. It says currently offline. No, it's not. I know it's not charter this time. I mean, could be. I hit stop streaming for a second. Start. <clears throat> OBS, do you want to work? OBS seems to want to work. Okay. <clears throat> See here. I don't know why I just had to reset OBS there, but okay. Huh. Uh, yeah, OBS just has small mini... Uh, uh, yeah, <clears throat> OBS temporarily died. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So anyway, where were we? Um, um, Brandon Staley and like calling a timeout when he really shouldn't have called a timeout. Like even the broadcast is like, "What are you doing?" Like Chris Collins was like, "Huh? What? <laughs> what are you doing?" <clears throat> so of course, Raiders now feel like they have to run a play, try and get this first down. Or even get closer and uh, potentially kick that field goal. They get the first down. I think uh, Staley actually called <clears throat> another timeout. Yeah. But at that point, at that point, it did not matter. Second timeout. Um, yeah. Actually, I do believe it was their third. <clears throat> um. Maybe he didn't because the Raiders kicked a field goal in the last seconds. But <clears throat> maybe it was the Raiders who took it. But it's just like. Come on, man. 
<laughs> like, for real. <clears throat> so, of course, what is uh, what do the Raiders do at that point? Uh, seconds to go. They're just like, well, shit, might as well win the game. Might as well go win the <laughs> game. and They did. No. <laughs> sure fucking won the game. <clears throat> now, like, I've seen a couple people stick up for him. It's like, well, how, how do you know they were going to take the tie? <clears throat> well, then you get the news from the players on the field and, like, Derek Carr saying, like, yeah, we were just going to kneel it down. We were going to take the tie. Yeah, because the tie yes. doesn't hurt the Raiders. No. It hurts them none. A loss hurts the Raiders. Like, something goofy happening while you run that play hurts the Raiders more than the tie. Yeah. I'm sure the Raiders were sitting there right we're sitting right there like, you know. This game's tied. Let's 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 just end it. Let's go. Let's just take this and go walk into the playoffs and just <laughs> If you're a Steelers fan in that situation, I could not even imagine. Like what the hell was that? <clears throat> but the Raiders do move on to the playoffs. Justin Herbert and the Chargers are out. Which hurts me because I like the Chargers. Um, I'm over exaggerating a little bit, but <clears throat> if I was in charge of the uh, uh, the L.A. Chargers, man, I might think about moving on from Brandon Staley. <laughs> Early, it's just like you gotta tell him, like, hey, we gotta be like you can be aggressive still. You can be, you can still be aggressive. <laughs> be a little bit smarter with it. Because, like, in what world does going for it on fourth down, fourth and one from your own 18 make sense? Like, the odds of something bad happening to you completely outweigh the good. My biggest issue with what Brand, like, how aggressive Brandon Staley's been most of this season, especially here at the tail end. It's, it's, and you said it, it's stuff that, like, teams like the Lions do. When right, they, like, teams, teams that have nothing to lose. And I just, I don't get it. I'm, <clears throat> you can sit and say, well, the numbers say, the, the analytics say this, and the sabermetrics say this, and it's like, do they really? I don't even think that's the case in this scenario. I, like what? I, <clears throat> like what? What analytics are you looking at that tells you to do that? <clears throat> because nobody does that. What analytics are there? Probably just fourth and Seems- one. Fourth and one analytics. Just fourth and one in general. You're not even gonna take into account the field position. I don't know. <clears throat> Self-inflicted wounds for the Chargers, killed their season. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. <clears throat> like, that's... That stings for, for yeah. Chargers fans. It really does. Alrighty, are we ready to move on to the picks? I think we are. <clears throat> this time, for the NFL picks, I am at, for the season, 146 and 126. Jordan is at 141, 131. I had a... Brutal week last week. Yeah, you did. <clears throat> I mean, you didn't have a phenomenal week. You you got seven <clears throat> correct. I got four. Oof. 
But I mean, like, <clears throat> who had the Colts losing <laughs> to the to the Jags? Like, Not me. who had <clears throat> who had uh, the Browns beating the Bengals? Not me. <clears throat> Didn't you? Nope. Oh shit! <laughs> apparently, apparently, I just suck. I don't know. But yeah, not a good. I say I had the Bengals winning. Okay. I had the Colts winning. I had the Titans covering the spread, and the spread was bigger than three points. Yeah, there's things that happened that I yeah, they happened. Bad ones, but uh, take us away. Six playoff games split between well now today saturday and uh sunday and we only two of them were on saturday though right <laughs> or 4 30 tomorrow we have the 10 and 7 las vegas raiders at the 10 and 7 cincinnati bengals your team's fate is getting decided right away uh bengals are minus six and a half on this one so I'm going to say this I, I am taking the Bengals which shouldn't come as a shock the Raiders are a team that does not travel phenomenally well like <laughs> And the Fair. Bengals are Cincinnati Bengals are good at home. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's really the big reason why I'm taking the Bengals here. I, I I really hope I do get to see a playoff win for the first time in my life. The Bengals haven't won a playoff game since 1991. No, same as the Lions. I thought it was 92. Uh, it might have been 92. It's been 30, 31 years, somewhere around there. Well, the Lions has had their 30th anniversary uh, of their last playoff win a couple weeks ago. I think last week. Let's find out. I thought I saw so- something. <laughs> there was something funny. Like, there's not a single person alive today. 1991. <clears throat> so it has been 31. Okay. Yep. It has. Well, it's been 30. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this is thir- This is the thirty-first year. Well, yeah, we're into the thirty-first year. Yes. Yeah. Um, something nobody has ever sent a text about the Bengals winning a playoff game because the first text message was sent the year after. So yep. Weird. You know what? You know what song was number one the year the Bengals won the playoffs? Oh God, ninety-one. Probably something. That really didn't belong in the '90s. Probably something almost '80s-ish. <clears throat> no, I'm in, I'm intrigued. Vanilla Ice's "Ice Ice Baby." <laughs> I forget that's a '90s song. I have to hear that anytime Bengals playoff conversation. Anytime the Bengals come up in anything about the playoffs, I have to hear that. Really, I, I, you know, given that the Lions' last playoff win came in the same year. I don't hear all that that too much. 
but I guess the Bengals have made the playoffs more uh, frequently since than the Lions. Yeah. Just never did anything with it. Um, Let's to move, move this on. Along, <laughs> to move this along, I am on the Bengals as well. I wish I could fuck around and take the Raiders, but I really can't. Um, I really haven't had a lot of faith in the uh, Raiders really all year, and that's not stopping or that's not starting now. And I have had faith in the Bengals, so I'm going to keep rolling with them. We move in to the Viagra game. <laughs> if you missed it, this is this is Patriots Bills. You missed it. So glad you Bart, said that. Bart Scott on Get Up yesterday said, "If he had, he was asked if he had any advice for Josh Allen with how cold it's going to be." <laughs> Bart Scott says, take Viagra. Says, I know a ton of NFL players that used to do that. Now, while I will say there might be some truth to it helping you, will help you uh, help your blood circulate a little bit better. Yeah. As I put it in a message to you yesterday, it might have some um, unwanted side effects. Yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, Josh Allen, don't look at the cheerleaders. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Bills are minus three and a half against the New England Patriots. Bills are the home team. <clears throat> and you know it's even better? I'm sure you see it. Oh, God. For, yeah. the, for, for the Viagra game. Oh, my God. This is so fitting. <laughs> Fuck. The people. 69% of the people are on the Buffalo Bills. Everything's just, the stars are aligning. God damn it. Meaning I'm about to take an L here. <laughs> Probably. Are you, so, some say you're a man of the people. Some say I'm a man of the people. They're wrong in this scenario. Give me Matthew oh. Judon. Give me Bill Bel playoff Bill Belichick and Give me Matthew Judon again. I really expected you to take the Bills. Nope. Well, then fuck it. I'm taking the Bills. Okay. I mean, I need to make up ground. I was going to take the Bills anyway. I was just surprised you didn't do it. <clears throat> Moving on. Give me God. Matthew Judon. That game's going to be... that. That's a must-watch game. I mean... <clears throat> I, I, I wouldn't want to be Josh Allen Center tomorrow. <laughs> nope. Nope. Jokes are endless. Oh God! Good God above. <clears throat> um, into the Sunday slate. Uh, Sunday at one, the Philadelphia Eagles travel to Raymond James Stadium to take on the Tampa Bay Bucks again. Bucks minus. <clears throat> yeah, again. Yeah, they backdoor covered last time. I had money on that game. Um, <clears throat> although the spread was a uh, uh, much smaller or much bigger rather. That one, uh, I think it was ten and a half. I think they were getting three more points. Uh, the Eagles were. And I think they lost by uh, 10. Yeah. So, yay. Uh, Bucks are minus 8.5. Uh, big spread on the people with this one. 74% of the people are on the fight in Tom Brady's. Some people say I'm a man of the people. And in this case, I regret to inform them that they're right. <laughs> <laughs> I could see this being another backdoor cover. Kicking me in the dick here, but give me Tampa. 
Yeah, maybe. I really don't know what to do with this. Bucks are banged up, but the Eagles are inconsistent. <clears throat> I'm not getting enough points. I know eight and a half's, you know, probably about as big as we'll see outside of one of these games, but um <clears throat> I'm gonna roll with the Bucks. They could it, maybe the Eagles lose by ten again. <clears throat> maybe. Let's hope so. For our sake. Right. <clears throat> Give me Tampa. Four o'clock or four thirty Sunday rather. Ten and seven San Francisco 49ers. Head to Jerry World to take on the 12 and 5 Cowboys. Cowboys are minus three and a half. People pretty split on this one. Slight uh, favorite <clears throat> uh, for the people on the Dallas Cowboys. This is a game I'm probably going to regret picking this way. Oh, no. I could say that either way. Yeah, you really could. I'm going to preface this with saying I do don't know if San Francisco can actually win this game. Uh-oh. But on the same token, I don't know how much faith I have in Dallas. Ooh. So I'm going San Francisco to at least cover. Oh. Wow. Well, <clears throat> I will gladly take Dallas. Uh, I don't wish anything good on them. Uh, but... <clears throat> San, I mean, Dallas is inconsistent, but San Francisco, <laughs> it's been a wild ride. So, <clears throat> I don't know. Give me Dallas indoors. They, they, they take care of business at home, I think. And that big spread I alluded to. <clears throat> Here it is. The 9-7-1 Pittsburgh Steelers. Travel to GEHA Field at Arrowhead to take on the 12 and 5 Chiefs. Chiefs minus 12 and a half. I honestly figured that they uh they would be given more points to Pittsburgh. They are not. 12 and a half. <clears throat> and the people are a little bit more split here than uh, than I thought. Uh 58% in favor of Kansas City, but I think it's just because it's a playoff game and that's a lot of points. If you have $62 and you're in the Kansas City area Sunday night. 62 bucks? Yeah. <clears throat> For a playoff game? And that's not even the lowest. I just wasn't going to backtrack for the lowest of the week. Jesus. The lowest was the uh, New England-Buffalo game at 50. Oh, nobody, <clears throat> nobody wants to freeze their ass off, I guess. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, if you have $62 and you are in the uh, Kansas City area Sunday night... I don't know if I would go watch this game. I would. I feel like ticket prices have been higher for the Chiefs in the regular season. That is probably true. But you have to remember that um, $62 is probably going to get you up in uh, where they had Jordan Love's um, mom and girlfriend. Oh, no. Probably yep. the same. <laughs> yep, it is almost exactly where it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. And Kansas City's not exactly a warm place this time of year. No, not at all. Um, with that being said, I have Pittsburgh to cover the spread. Ooh. I don't think <laughs> Pittsburgh's going to win this game, though. Kansas City just... They do some goofy things. And 
They're four and one in their last five against the spread. <laughs> They've covered the spread a lot this year. Mm. At least in terms of the Kansas City Chiefs. They went well what 400 some odd days without covering the spread i think it was oh the chiefs it wasn't that long it was, it was uh, close to a year november it was close to a year it wasn't yeah it wasn't all, it was, okay yeah it wouldn't be 400 but it was over uh 300 days that we know because i don't believe they covered until october yeah, or very late, is, yeah. very late September, and that streak started November of twenty two. Yeah, it did. It did start November. You're right. Early November as well, like the second, first or second. But uh, um, give me Pittsburgh here. Pittsburgh is not going to win. I think Kansas City will win by ten, but Pittsburgh to cover the spread. Well, I'm kind of, <clears throat> I mean, from my perspective, kind of playing with house money on this one, because. Uh, I believe in the Bills, and I believe in the Cowboys, where you don't. So, I'll just take the Chiefs. <clears throat> if I lose this game, I sure hope I win one of the other ones. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll take Kansas City. Why the fuck not? Fair enough. <clears throat> and the final playoff game. Oh, this is on Monday? Fuck. <clears throat> well, then. Um, I forgot about being on Monday, too. Oh, right, because, yeah, there's two two Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday. Okay. Um, the 11-6 and six Arizona Cardinals might be a home game for them. <laughs> give me Ke- Caleb. Give me Kelly Stafford. Did you hear what Kelly Stafford said this week? I know I didn't know. <laughs> she was on some podcast, and what I don't – and it's actually fitting given that we're on the Rams. <clears throat> um. She was on some podcast, and why people invite her on podcasts anymore, I don't know. Uh, she says some outlandish things. <clears throat> she basically shit all over the Rams fans because she's like, every home game is an away game. <clears throat> like, she was talking about the 49ers game specifically. She's like, you know, <clears throat> we're the snap count. <laughs> like, when you're the home team, you're supposed to be no problems right <clears throat> she's like well you know visiting fans have traveled well to every game this season <laughs> like we're at a disadvantage just call it out rams fans oh my goodness <clears throat> dang yeah because usually rams tickets are exorbitant exorbitantly <laughs> expensive right like <clears throat> fuck <laughs> the rams Stop. have had some of the highest ticket prices all fucking here, as they sh- as they should. That that stadium's a spaceship. Yeah, that's true. And they're true. good. Yeah. Who cares? No. I think she's hot. I look. I can't argue with you there. But that that lady, <clears throat> she is loopy. Like she she fits in well with like all of my ex girlfriends because they're batshit crazy. <clears throat> like that's. I'm not that's gonna say anything. <clears throat> I've met some I mean, of your I... ex-girlfriends. I'm just not. I'm gonna hold my tongue there. Let's pick <laughs> oh, this bad, game. Bad times, man. Uh, Rams are minus four and a half at home against the Cardinals. Divisional matchup in a playoff game. Who knew? I've seen it a couple times with the Bengals. So yeah, right. Nah. Um, I've seen it a lot of times with the Bengals. I mean, we get, we get, got another one with the uh, Bills Patriots. Yeah. 
Um, give me the Rams here. Yeah, I, I can't I pick can't. the Cardinals. In I good can't faith. either. Like, they have been so miserable this second half of the season. I'll even give them the back third of the season. But, it, I mean, come on. <clears throat> you lost to the Lions. It just... <laughs> And I like I said, I do want to see Matthew Stafford uh, have a bit of a playoff run here, uh, at least win a playoff game, so we can end that narrative on him. Like, please, I mean, then you know the goalposts will just get moved, and it'll be like, oh, well, what what happened in his other three playoff games? <clears throat> Don't care. Give me the Rams. Give me Matthew Stafford. Those are the super wild card weekend picks. <clears throat> Alrighty, it is time for Champion Chump of the Week, and then Champion Chump of 2021. We saved Champion Chump of 2021 for this week for uh, episode 20. So we did, we did indeed. Ooh, Jordan, <clears throat> pray tell, it's your champ of this past seven days. Man, <clears throat> I went back and forth. <clears throat> on a lot of different things and I really couldn't pinpoint anything. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just going to go with something that it, 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 I call him this champ of the week, basically just on speculation and just what I've seen is that I think everyone that considers himself a NASCAR fan <clears throat> is absolutely going to love this new car, <clears throat> the, the next gen car, the gen seven that we're running from here on out. <clears throat> Like, this thing, I think, is going to fix a lot of the problems that, that the, the last car had. <clears throat> and it's going to be, I think it's going to be really great. I think it's going to produce some great racing. Um, at all but three tracks, I think we have, we got more horsepower than we did the last couple, couple years in these cars. Lower spoiler, that's what fans want. <clears throat> you know, NASCAR fans will still find a way to complain about it, but yep. that's, just the, that's just the nature of the whole deal. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I really am impressed with this thing. And I think, um, as time goes on, I mean, the sensible, uh, members of the NASCAR fan base will see that as well. And there's plenty of people that already do. I think this car's phenomenal. So, uh, NASCAR fans, <clears throat> champ of the week. My champ of the week comes from across the pond. Oh, yeah. Yep. In the Football Association Cup in um, England, the FA Cup in England, Cambridge United on, what day was this, January 8th? That would have been, what, Sunday, I believe? Saturday, last Saturday. Cambridge United beat the richest team in all of the world. Who are they beating, you ask? Cambridge United, by the way, is the um in the third tier of uh British soccer. Who is the richest <sighs> team in the world that they beat? You might might be asking. Detroit City FC, of course. No. <laughs> and not Liverpool. People are gonna laugh at this, but it is a true thing, and you can go look it up. 
Newcastle United is technically the richest team in the world. Fuck. Yeah, by like a long shot, actually. <clears throat> then why? Then why do they suck? Their owner doesn't spend money, or their ownership group doesn't spend money. Oh, okay. So it's kind of a fraudulent, <clears throat> most <laughs> richest richest club. Very um. The team is worth three hundred and twenty billion. Jesus. Man City, which is at two, is at two is at twenty two billion. Whoa. That's that's a wide margin. Yeah. That's just in the Premier League, but yeah. And that's still crazy, though. <clears throat> Where do, do you have like a list in front of you right now? Um, I just put it away. Do you want other teams in the <clears throat> Premier League? Just Chelsea. <laughs> <clears throat> want to see where that Roman Abramovich money uh puts us? Uh, Chelsea is at third at nine point six. Okay, <clears throat> now another Man United. Where are they? Fourth. Um, Arsenal's fourth oh. with Kroenke. Right. Aston Villa is fifth. Um, Saudi more Saudi oil money. Yeah, that'll happen. Um, let's see. Rated is. Very old. Ah, this this article I just pulled <clears throat> up is extremely old. Twenty twenty. That's interesting. <clears throat> New did Newcastle United? Three hundred and twenty billion is what they yes. were bought for. Absurd. Like what are the Yankees? <clears throat> like the Yankees are like five hundred billion, I believe. To put Newcastle in the same realm as the New York Yankees sounds insane. Let's see. Are you having difficulties? <laughs> no. Um. Trying to see where I can actually find the Yankees at. I mean, as far as I remember, they're the most valuable sports franchise in the world. Um, Forbes list, I don't know what year this is from, was at 5.2 billion USD. Newcastle United was bought for 320 billion. Why? <clears throat> Saudi oil money. Now it was in um British pounds, so I don't know the entire conversion rate, but it's still it's the not a, it's not a lot different. It's still the richest soccer team in the world. That's insane. Um, and this just goes to show that money doesn't win soccer games. So Cambridge, you're my champ of the week. Fair enough. Jordan, your Fair. champ of the week. Enough. Um. Goodness gracious. 
I, I could have gone five different routes here. <sighs> like when, when I saw a thing that I wish I hadn't seen, and I wish I could forget. Like I, <clears throat> your chump of the week is one of them. Yep. There, I could have gone there, <clears throat> but instead, for at least the second time. <clears throat> And what might be the third time, I'm not quite sure. I should really start keeping track of this stuff. <clears throat> um, it is <clears throat> none other than Brandon Brown again. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Oh, obviously, <clears throat> we had all the, the let's go Brandon coin drama nonsense crap with the sponsorship and everything like that. <clears throat> and then... I mean, it didn't go quiet for, you know, after that. I mean, it only, it has been only a week. <clears throat> but Brandon wasn't on social media really a whole lot, everything. Problem is, the CEO, <clears throat> or really, just, he's just a hedge fund manager that's in charge of this coin, this meme coin, LGB crypto crap, <clears throat> um, has been tweeting up a storm. Threatening to sue NASCAR. Hashtag cancel NASCAR. <clears throat> All things like that. <clears throat> and even though the whole mission statement of LGBTcoin.io is to distance that phrase <clears throat> from the political space and turn it into a positive thing. While you look at the, the this guy, <clears throat> I don't remember his, his name, James... <clears throat> something he's he's not i i don't want to pay any attention to him i wouldn't. um he has just been going wild <clears throat> and what started brandon's road to my champ of the week is that there is currently a uh online petition um to reverse the decision by nascar not to allow the sponsorship where he where he says that Brandon was left with no sponsors because of a woke media mob or whatever which we all thought that that, that could actually be true i mean for a while that's what we thought um well then <clears throat> Brandon sponsors. By the way, he Brandon came out and said nothing about this. He stayed quiet, wanted nothing to do with anything, because everything he says is bad at this point. But then he came out and said something, and we'll get to that. Yeah, it's still it's still bad. Um, Brandon's a couple of Brandon's former sponsors. Uh, <laughs> talked to a writer. And said that they weren't even offered to come back. They they were never drawn up contracts to return as sponsors. Made no effort <clears throat> to to re-sign with the team or to have the team re-sign with the sponsor. <clears throat> and said <laughs> most of them said something along the lines of, "Well, we thought we were all good." Even one guy was like, "I considered Brandon a personal friend." But then he met Coin Boy, <clears throat> said the uh, uh, man in charge of Larry's Hard Lemonade, which has sponsored Brandon quite a bit. 
And that, there, there it was. <clears throat> so you got this whole article saying, look, we didn't abandon him. He just went off and did his own thing. That's how it went. And, of course, that made the rounds. <clears throat> People were like, well, Brandon Brown's a piece of shit. What do you know? We already knew that. <clears throat> then we get to, <clears throat> I believe it was the Mohawk Foundation, which had, like sponsored, uh, which had sponsored him a very uh, small sponsorship. They allegedly paid him $1,000 <clears throat> to... Um, I got it right here. Yes, the Mohawk Foundation. <clears throat> they had paid them $1,000, and they were named in this article as well, um, to be on the C-posts of Brandon's car on the promise that he would help them raise at least $6,800 in fundraising for their work, <clears throat> and then Brandon would get 20% of whatever earnings they did through whatever charity work he helped them with. <laughs> The Mohawk Foundation replies to Brandon's first attempt to appease his former sponsors. Oh, I'm so thankful for you, and takes a picture of all the different uh, sponsors that have been on his car. I mean, it's literally there's 15, 25 of these, 25 different pictures in this thing. <clears throat> the Mohawk Foundation responds, any plans to reimburse us from the, for the uh, fundraiser you failed to do as promised? Or are you just going to keep dodging us and ignoring our messages? <clears throat> now, yeah. of course, you had, the, you had a couple people. Well, this really needs to be – does this need to be public? You really didn't need to do this. Yes, okay, it needs well, to be public. Apparently, it needed to be if he's not getting back to them and he didn't fulfill what he – now, important to note, this was never a contract, but at the same time, <clears throat> it doesn't make you any less shitty. No. It honestly makes it. you even more shitty. <clears throat> you say, hey, I'll do this, and then you don't. Right. Like, they, they paid you a thousand bucks on the word that you would do this for them, and then you failed to do it. <clears throat> um, he later responded and said, you know, message me privately now. We'll take care of it. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Now that you've been put on blast by everybody, now you want to take care of it. <clears throat> Which led to what we had posted yesterday, which I, I'm not going to read in its entirety because it is a long-ass, long-ass statement. It's an essay. <clears throat> that I'm convinced he, it's an essay that I'm convinced he himself wrote because no, like, lawyer could write something like that. No, this was a disaster of a statement. <clears throat> like, somebody counted, and there are at least 10 spelling and or grammatical errors in it. <clears throat> um, it. A couple of the sponsors that he, um, you know, <laughs> has been involved with came out and, you know, said that they appreciated it. But there is plenty that he has broken ties with forever that they really can't <clears throat> ever get back on good terms with just because of how poorly he has handled this whole scenario. Um, I, I it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. I don't want to talk about Brandon Brown 
for the rest of this season on the podcast. I really don't. Um, I am just, I am so over this, and I hope this goes away, but I have a feeling it's not going to. I hope it does. <sighs> and not even as but, a non-NASCAR guy, but this is just one of those things that, like... I, I'm just <laughs> over it, but then he yeah. just goes and does something else that's just so blatantly dumb. It's like when we had Bishop Sycamore on for three weeks running, or right. we had... I've talked about Brandon Brown on this podcast for three straight weeks. Or we had John Gruden three weeks running, where it's just like, I want we want this to be done, but something st- even more wild and stupid comes up and has to be brought up at some point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all I got on that. I, I, please let this be the last mention of Brandon Brown ever on this show. Probably won't be. I mean, unfortunately, let's be be honest. He ain't winning a race again. Correct. So I really don't think that's assuming he even makes it to the season. I don't know anymore, but interesting in in a bad way is the best way to describe this shit. Really? Well, my chump of the week doesn't need a lot of intro because I already said who it was. Top of the show, three hours ago. A little over three hours oh, ago. Caleb, Caleb wasn't here for this. He might actually like this guy. My chump of the week, Rico Beard, who, again, up until Monday when Jordan pointed him out to me, didn't know he existed. <laughs> I unfortunately did before that, ever since he's been on. I didn't know who he was uh, before he got to 97.1. I had no clue. Rico Beard? He, apparently, he apparently had some other show. I don't know where it was. What Rico Beard did on Monday set radio shows <laughs> and live podcasts back decades. <clears throat> oh, I figured you'd know this, man. <laughs> Sparty Alumni is Caleb. Decades. As I alluded a little bit earlier when in Stupid People Say Stupid Things, um, an individual named Eric called into the show that Rico Beard is on with Mike Valeni. Valeni Show with Rico. Yep. This is exactly what it is called. The Valeni Show. 97 won the ticket in Detroit. Yep. Eric wanted to say something about how the Lions rebuild was going better than the Giants rebuild or some other teams rebuild. Um, I believe it was uh, the topic was um, the, the Valeni and Rico wanted to basically just say the sky is still falling. <clears throat> They'd wanted to take no positives from this season for the Lions because you won three games, what could be po- what could possibly be positive about that? <clears throat> and like I said, if Barry Sanders can go on Pat McAfee and find positives about the Lions season and the rebuild, then I, I, then who are these chumps? Like a guy who knows more football, more about football, or well, not even knows more. A guy who's forgotten more about football than those two will ever know, most likely. Mm-hmm. That's probably true. 
um called in and air caller by the name of Eric called in and was trying to say was about to say something about the Lions and how there could be positives taken away about them from this rebuild. I believe he he said something along the lines of um uh it was a bad take by Rico and he was trying going to try to defend that point. Yeah. And Rico went ballistic <laughs> yelling and throwing a temper tantrum like a fucking 5-year-old. Common theme on 97 one these days. Um to a point where when even Valeni said, "Can you let him talk?" Rico said, "No." <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't hear it live. I did not that. hear this live because this is something I didn't know existed, and I cared to not know existed. Um, Jordan. The only reason I know this is a thing is because Jordan shared it with me. I just In couldn't post. believe that. Um. And then eventually did hang up on the caller. I just, what what I can't get through my head is. How can you be a radio host and then just go on a two, almost three minute long te- temper tantrum, just yelling no? I mean, that happens in radio all the time. <clears throat> like these, these rants, I mean, Valeni's obviously famous for them. He's had plenty. But, um. To ask the caller a question, how is that a bad take? And then he tries to explain, and then you just repeat the question, how is that a bad take? And then you just keep interrupting him and interrupting him and interrupting him to the point where he's just like, can I talk? And then Rico just says no. Yeah, and then hang up, hung up on him. And then Rico took to Twitter and all of the people that sucked. This man's dick, this man who I didn't know existed, and honestly, my life was fucking better not knowing this man existed. I mean, just the best way to describe it. <clears throat> Caller, uh, <laughs> you, you had a bad take. Rico, how is that a bad take? Defend yourself. Caller tries to defend himself. No, 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 we ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah, and he even said that. No, we ain't doing this. <clears throat> And then hung up like, on him, and then Rico goes to Twitter and blocks a guy. Is parading Block. that he blo- found this guy on Twitter and blocked him. This middle school, come on. Like, Rico, Rico Beard, you are a fucking chump. You are a bum. You are a fucking disgrace to radio. You are a disgrace to every live sports talk show, and you need to be fucking fired. You need to have every media credential you have taken away from you, and you need to go live in your mother's fucking basement. I wish that Mike would have fired him the day after, like he said he might. Like, <laughs> and there's another thing, yeah. <clears throat> I'll do this one really quickly, like, and I, sh- I, I shared this with you as well. Like the next day, they were talking about Mike's Giants, and <clears throat> obviously the Giants are in. Uh, like I said, I think they're the worst organization in football right now. Yeah. And <clears throat> you know, obviously Mike's complaining about it and whatnot. And I think Rico's exact line was, "You hate your life." <laughs> And that's well over the line. It's like, and Mike said it. He's like, you know me for 12 years. You know me personally. I just hate stupid people. Like, I hate stupidity. And he's just like, you hate your life. And Mike's like, bullshit. You know that's not true. What are you trying to, 
<clears throat> I don't even know what that whole line was. You're the unicorn. Huh? <clears throat> like. I don't know. You told me about that. I haven't listened to that clip, and honestly, I don't want to. Otherwise, I might call into the show myself and just tell Rico that he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, well. And then get myself blocked on Twitter, too. <laughs> no, you, what you gotta do is uh, um, like, have him have him interrupt you once and just be like, can I talk? Apparently that's all it takes to set Rico off. Fucking disgraceful. I mean, it's... <laughs> I won't even call it disgraceful because it's it, it it it's I just think it's dumb. It's childish. It's it's not good. Like, <clears throat> okay, cool. Like you, the whole precipice of that show is just riling people up to get people to call in to debate things like this. And this guy's trying to do that, and you just keep interrupting him. And he's nah, we ain't doing that today. Like, <clears throat> okay. That right there, we have, we, and I'm not just talking us, but sports media in general right now has this fantastic medium. Whether it be through radio, whether it be through video, whether it be through podcasts or shows like the Pat McAfee show on YouTube or us here on Twitch, even our small corner here, have this fantastic, phenomenal medium right now to reach people. And then you have some fucking moron like Rico Beard, who was trying to set the entire fucking sports media industry back decades. Like, who wants to call into that show right now? <clears throat> Other than Michigan State Spartans fans. If I was a Michigan State Spartan fan, I still wouldn't even want to call into that show. Oh, no, because they, they don't, they will not be critical of MSU. <clears throat> you can make any point, you can make any point you want about MSU. Everything is fine. But let's talk about Jim Harbaugh for 700 straight days. <clears throat> like, come on. Like, just anyway. fucking disgraceful. Who's your champ of the year, real quick? Um, We're at three and a half hours. This show's you. gone a little longer than I thought it would. Well, <laughs> you know, a lot, lot of news as well. Yeah. So. Um, I'm just going to keep mine simple because it's something that I haven't experienced in my lifetime and just say Michigan football, man. Fair enough. Like, like, the Big Ten Championship, what everyone said that that couldn't be possible. Playoff appearance, however it went, uh, when nobody believed that that would, that that would happen. I certainly didn't think that we would be winning the Big Ten and going to the playoff this season. After what happened last year, hell no. But it happened no matter how much anyone tries to discredit it. Oh, even a <clears throat> blind squirrel finds an acorn sometimes, as I've seen about a million Ohio State fans say at this point. <clears throat> you know, ah, it's going to be another 10 years before you beat us. Ah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, MSU football is a fair champ of the year. They had a good year. <clears throat> they didn't, nobody expected anything out of them either. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, I mean, we've been over Michigan football time and time again. My feelings on it are known. Uh, <clears throat> it's just hope that this builds into something like I hope it's just not a one-year anomaly and see how it goes nobody knows that right now people are just talking shit on the internet but <clears throat> we will see mine 
I could have went a couple of ways with this, and I actually might have to do a dual champ of the year from 2021. Oh, boy. And I feel like actually the only way I could do a good service is if I do. Okay. And unfortunately, one of them is making me eat something I said on this <clears throat> podcast a couple years back. Uh-oh. One of my champs of the year is Shohei Otani. Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <clears throat> You did. You were not on the Shohei Otani bandwagon when he first got here. Um, I wasn't sold on him, but yeah, the, you you were annoyed by the comparisons of Shohei to Babe Ruth. I remember that. Yeah, I was never Which a hater. A, no, I was you never a hater. a hater, but it's just like I never I never bought into it, and then he had that injury and just like yeah this is why it doesn't work anymore and then it did and then it did and he had one of the best seasons one of the best baseball seasons in a long time and he has and Shohei Otani has the best player in baseball on his team right didn't for most of this year but But, yeah yeah. so that's one of my (laughs) champs of the week I mean that's like the guy, the guy was in a home run derby and started the All Star game the next day as a uh, pitcher. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like what? Yeah, doesn't make any sense. God, no, I, no I sense. Love, love Shohei Otani. I am so glad that we got to see him when we went down in Detroit and watched those two games. Yeah, he's he is a good ball player and he was fun to watch live. Yeah, we were there and, for Mike Trout and Albert Pujols, but uh, Shohei Otani, little did we know. Yeah. Like Mike Mike Trout is honestly probably the best player in baseball still when still, he's when even, he's healthy. Yeah, even with the injuries, I mean it's Trout's insane. Because everything he does is just mind boggling. But still a five to a player, even though he doesn't steal a lot of bases, he's still fast. Yeah. Um Shohei Otani, his especially his swing, we did not get to see him pitch uh, on the Days that we were there, no, we did not. But his oh, swing, swing is just—it's so a, smooth. It's butter. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah, like and... I've always been a fan of lefty swings. <clears throat> like I, I always love Prince Fielders, but Shohei's is like, oh, <laughs> that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's a piece of art, and he's a phenomenal baseball player. I was wrong. I didn't think I figured he would be good one way or the other, not dominant both ways. Right. And hopefully the Angels can put a team around him and Mike Trout. Yeah. Because yeah, that bad. <clears throat> it doesn't seem like Mike Trout's going anywhere. It seems like he wants to stay in LA because he, he also signed that huge contract. And it does still have a big deal, so yeah. I mean I think I think Mike Trout's there for the long haul, but yeah. um Please, just I beg of you, LA, get them some help. Yeah. And my other champ of the year, Freddie Freeman. Ooh. I, I love right. me some Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman's a good one. Um, I do like that. I could go with the Atlanta Braves as a whole, but it just doesn't feel right to not be able not to single out Freddie Freeman in this case. And if Freddie Freeman were watching this show, he would probably want me to 
pick his whole team. They probably would. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I, I, I could definitely justify putting the whole Braves team in here because look at where they were at the All-Star break and look at where they wound up. Yeah. Like, that Good. shouldn't happen. <clears throat> but it uh, did. Solaire's ball is still flying through orbit. That ball ain't ever coming down. The only way that ball stops is if it hits a planet out there in space. Yeah. And it might go through the planet, honestly. I honestly wouldn't doubt it. <clears throat> Solaire's ball, that, that Solaire home run is still flying and will forever fly. It will become the new center of the universe one day. Uh, that's, that ball is going to be its own planet. Yeah. It's going to collect space junk. Yeah. And just form. Boy, it, it, I don't know if you've ever seen the game Katamari Damacy. <laughs> it's a little ball rolling around just collecting stuff until it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That is what that baseball is going to do in space. Yeah. It's going to collect so much stuff. Hey. Depending on how far it goes, new planet right there. And it's going to keep going for a long time. Right. Um, find, its way in a new, find its way in a new galaxy. Yeah. But Freddie Freeman has powered that team. He has stayed loyal to that team. And for him to get a World Series win in what may or may not have been one of his final day, final seasons or his final season in Atlanta. I still don't believe it. <clears throat> I don't I have believe hard, it either. Hard time believing that Freddie Freeman leaves Atlanta, but of course, until this lockout gets solved, ain't nobody going nowhere. So, and he's a guy who just loves baseball and his love playing for the Braves. Oh yeah. And former MVP in 2020 and it it just wouldn't feel right not being able to single him out a little bit. He has powered this team um the past year and There's, a half, two years. He powered them through through some dark times. Yeah, with uh with the Braves, like they haven't always been been good. They weren't good at points this year, but uh he's he's been a constant there for a while now. So Freddie is a very good. If you're gonna single out anybody, it's gotta be Freddie. Yeah. So those are my two champs of 2021. Who's your chump of 2021? Now the bad part. Um, my mine literally could have been a chump of the last two years. This this is the situation that has been uh, going on for quite some time, and that is, <clears throat> um, I guess former, but now current. But again, soon to be former NASCAR YouTuber, <clears throat> Jason Jacoby. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Jason Jacoby uh, is in the middle of a, I would say, a legal battle. It's not really much of a battle. <clears throat> there are videos and facts that are well known about his situation. Uh, he uh, basically... <clears throat> groomed a young 13 year old girl <clears throat> to the point i believe that she was till she was 18 and uh got <clears throat> then as soon as she was 18 like asked her out blah, 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 
<clears throat> like, I'll just sum it up and say the guy's a pedophile. <clears throat> yeah. What he is. And it's what, I mean, it's what he always, there's videos out there about that situation. Plenty of them. <clears throat> so if you dare to go down that rabbit hole, they're out there. So he was arrested at one point, I believe earlier this year, maybe the uh, uh, tail end of 2020. Um, eventually got released on bond. <clears throat> and one of the conditions of that bond <clears throat> was not um, posting on the internet for obvious reasons. And I don't remember where when it was, November, I think, when there was an article of his that got brought up on the show. Yep, it was around there. November, somewhere in there, and that was the first time anybody had heard of him uh, in in a long time. Uh, and then kind of died down for a little bit, <clears throat> but then the Racing Jason Jacoby YouTube channel came active again. <clears throat> um, he, you want to talk about a rabbit hole? The the videos that he been. That man is so mentally sick. <clears throat> like, it, I I don't know who he thinks he's fooling. <laughs> like, one of the people who who made a video about him, Black Lives, uh, Black Flags Matter, on uh, YouTube, another NASCAR channel, <clears throat> um, made the whole video about it, and Jason made a video a couple weeks back around Christmas time. In fact, I think it was either on Christmas or the day before, <clears throat> saying, I'm not the pedophile, you are. Like, just flipping it off. And, you know, Jacoby's well-known racist as well <laughs> turns that back on Darren. I'm not the racist, you are. Ridiculous shit I've ever heard. <clears throat> he called in to... Uh, Dave Moody's uh, NASCAR show on Sirius XM, pretending uh, to pretending to be the guy who initially made the video about him, that involved the video that his uh, his ex girlfriend and mother of his kid is was involved in making to tell her story. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> he called up a Sirius XM radio show and impersonated him. And filmed himself while doing it as well. You can that's still up on YouTube, as far as I'm aware. You can see it uh, happening. And then at the end of the call, he just says, "Moody, this is Jason Jacoby, something electrical." And Moody's just like, "Oh, okay." <clears throat> Another time, he called up uh, Moody as himself, or no, that that it was the call where he faked being um, somebody else, um, where he was talking about how Confederate flags don't hurt anybody. And then there was another time where he called up and wanted to talk straight nonsense. He pushes this weird health and fitness <clears throat> agenda. And it's really strange. Like, he, you know, I want to talk, I want to talk about the drivers and, you know, how they, they could all be a lot more kinder to, you know, other drivers and, <clears throat> and, and, and themselves, you know, I want them to live happy and healthy lives. It, like he's just the most, fake ass christian you've ever seen <clears throat> like there's plenty of them in politics these days but jason jacoby takes it to a whole nother level like i could go on and on about this <clears throat> if you dare go down that rabbit hole 
there's plenty of videos as far as I know that they're still up. Um, but the good news is that he shouldn't be uh, online much longer, and then he might not uh, ever get online again. Yeah, distinctly possible. That, because, Oof. I mean, the, the facts in that case are out there, and they're public pretty much to everybody. Um, the uh, court where his case is being, you know, <clears throat> taken care of is uh, they, they made a motion uh, late December to revoke his bond, that bond that he broke simply by posting on the internet. Um, and there hasn't been an update on that yet, um, but they, they have made a motion to, to revoke his bond. So they're well aware of that situation. And <laughs> we, we won't have to worry about Jason Jacoby much longer, I don't think. I think he'll be, he'll be gone for a little bit. <clears throat> it will be gone for a long time. And, you know, <laughs> prisons really don't like people who really don't like pedophiles. We'll just say that. He's, he's not going to have a good time. No. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. I Extremely I fitting. Want. I don't know if I'm going to be able to top your chump your chump of 2021 because i mean it's not really a competition no because i once again this is a, a scenario where i feel like i have to have two of them fair um because there were two that were just so above and beyond bad and i don't know enough about a whole lot about the uh, jason jacoby scenario because i stay i'd stay away you from nascar stuff you don't want to know and i don't want to know like when I heard about it, when it was brought up on the show a few weeks ago, or about two months ago now, this is the first time I'd ever heard of it, and it's another thing I wish I didn't know, honestly. Again, I stay away from NASCAR and that kind of, and most NASCAR content. Fair, fair thing to do. Um, NASCAR is just not my thing, for the most part. Right, but I digress. Um, these two individuals. Both come from the NFL. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. These two individuals, we've talked about a lot. I could go three, but I don't even want to talk about Bishop Sycamore. They're a runner-up. Oh, God. Bishop Sycamore's a, 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 th a third place, a runner-up. Just because I, I can't with them anymore. The fact that... The state of like they're they're gonna be in they're gonna be in the news again so, soon most likely because they're getting a legal investigation right now. Mm -hmm. <coughs> but there are two that are worse than them than the whole Bishop Sycamore scenario. There, <clears throat> John Gruden, obviously, and Dan Snyder. Uh, very obviously. Both of them were pretty obvious when I said from the NFL. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I didn't... John Gruden, I knew for sure, because I forgot about Dan Snyder, <clears throat> and I didn't think that there was any way you were going to go Urban Meyer, and Urban isn't on the same chumpiness of John Gruden. So, I was like, who could it be? Oh yeah, forgot about that guy. Dan I like Snyder, not, I'm going to I like be... to not think about Dan Snyder a whole lot. Like, to pretend he doesn't exist. Dan Snyder, I'm going to just keep it simple. 
just look at the Washington football team. <laughs> like sell the sell the team. Sell the team. You have this two year debacle and then you come out last week. Oh, we're going to announce our uh, brand new name on February eighth. You're picking a fucking Tuesday. You're picking the most irrelevant day. Of, no, actually, I think it's on a Wednesday, which makes it even more relevant in the world of football. <laughs> Pretty much. And you're doing it. Oh, no, it wasn't even the it night. Is. It's the second. <clears throat> Tuesday. Is, the... I, I do believe it is on a Wednesday because when we were talking about the most relevant day in football, I think I said something about the only good thing that happens football wise on Wednesdays is Mac shit. Yeah, I think it actually happens on Wednesday. Um. Or two on February second, Wednesday the second, because it's not even Super Bowl week. It's the week leading up to the fucking Pro Bowl that nobody, nobody's gonna fucking watch. So you, yeah, picked, probably not. You picked the most irrelevant day of the most irrelevant week of the NFL season to do this. You've put your fans through a two-year fucking debacle. Making the team a fucking joke. The team was a joke anyway. You have raw sewage fall onto your fucking fans. I don't care what you say. And then you have the railing debacle and you have Dan Snyder just being a shitty human being. It was slightly implicated that at that in the email, the John Gruden emails. Yeah, there's that too. That Dan Snyder was a shitty human being. And then we'll go to John Gruden. Oh boy. Johnny boy, don't think I didn't forget about you. Or I forgot about you. <laughs> I sure as fuck didn't. John Gruden had those emails that got out of him using racist terms, homophobic terms, slurs. I can't even call them terms, they're slurs. Yep. Misogynistic slurs. Everything. Everything under the sun that he could find a way to be derogatory about, he found a way. Basically. Had, had those emails that he sent. While he was also, I believe, working at ESPN at the time, he was not coaching. I know that much. I do believe that is the case, yes. Um, He gets fired from the Raiders. Well, not fired. He gets allowed to resign. Call it what it was because Mark Davis is also kind of a shitty human. Well, and they're boys, you know. Yeah. And Gruden and Mark Davis are boys. So, not going to fire. And Gruden and Mark's dad, Al, they were they were boys. Can't fire him. Nope. Yeah, just let him walk away peacefully. Did Gruden walk away oh, no. peacefully just end of the night? Well, of course not. No. John Gruden is now suing the NFL. For two different things. And it's trying to get an investigation going as to because he believes that he was targeted, that it was a hit job. No, you're just dumb, John. You're just dumb. You're just dumb. Gruden and Dan Snyder, my chumps of of 2021. Like, 
And to anyone that did not make this list this year, don't aspire to make it next year. I, I haven't pressed the button a lot this show. Trumps of 2021, <laughs> you guys are. Loser. 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 Only four. Loser. 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 Okay, that's enough. Oh, you're still going. I couldn't hear you hitting the button anymore. I thought you, was, I thought you stopped at four. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Good God. One for the road so we can get out of here. One for the road so we can go to bed. Who's your one for the road? Well, the unfortunate thing is, is that I cannot make it the Dick Small Classic. <laughs> because that was today. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, my God. I don't, I don't remember who uh, it was that I initially saw it shared for this. It's probably uh, uh, Big Cat or something. And that name is so cool. Actually, no, it was uh, it was Barstool Detroit <clears throat> that I saw this. Um, this is an indoor uh, track and field event, invitation, held by Lawrence Tech. Or no, sorry, this was a Lawrence Tech post. It's held at Defiance College in Defiance, Ohio. Yep. Division three NI NAIA school. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and there's name of this tournament or this this invitational is dick small classic i mean you can't make this stuff up like I, it's a graphic in front of my face yeah no it's by real. Hen, sponsored by henry ford health systems yeah real. good god i can't do that <clears throat> um i really my, my intention was to do that pretty much all day so i kind of got to take it easy road here um <clears throat> although i won't do I won't do just wild card weekend. I'm going to go Bills Patriots. That is my one for the road. Watch that one. Uh, 8 p.m. tomorrow, I believe. Or 8 p.m. later today. Dicks. That was going to be my one for the road, so I'm going to have to pick a different game. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's definitely the game to watch this weekend in wild card weekend. I mean, to be fair, I'm going to watch probably all of them. <clears throat> but... um. Steelers Chiefs might be a shitty game, but probably Big Ben's final one. I, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, there, there's really no bad one necessarily. Maybe Eagles Bucks. Yeah, that one's gonna be bad. Um, as much as I want to go Bengals Raiders, ah. as much as I want to, I'm not going to. I am going to go to Monday night. Ooh, yep. Arizona travels to SoFi Stadium to play the Rams. 8-15 Monday night. Good one. Those games this year have been fun. Um, the Cardinals beat the Rams 37-20 back in September. And then back in week... Uh, 13, I think it was, 12 or 13, the Rams beat the Cardinals 30-23. to 23. Yeah. I, rubber I, match. We'll yeah, see. We have the rubber match here, and I, this this series has been good. So I think this one will be a fun game to watch. 
And Matthew Stafford, get her done. Can the Cardinals? We got some good storylines. Can the Cardinals actually, you know, play football? Play good football? No. Again, can Matthew Stafford win a playoff game? We'll see. No. <clears throat> I mean, hey, at least Sean McVay agrees with me that he should have won one at least. Looking at you, Dallas. More specifically, Anthony Hitchens. Or the refs <clears throat> that picked up that flag. Anyway. So yeah, that's that's my one for the road. So longer than longer than it longer show than expected, but you know, yeah. we did have an hour long stupid people say stupid things, and we did have a minor technical difficulty there in the middle of it. So <clears throat> Yeah. That's what happens when we sometimes uh Actually, no, this was only seven days apart. We didn't have a longer break between shows. It felt like it, but we did not. Yeah. We were on Friday last week, too. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, episode 20 is in the books. This is the most we've done in one season, I think. Ever. As far as we know. Like as we far said, as we know. We're not sure if we've counted. So, with that being said, guys, um, I don't really have a lot of final thoughts. Jordan? I mean, I think I think we've covered the fuck Dan Snyder thing uh, on two separate occasions here. Yeah, so yeah, we did. I'm gonna leave leave that how it is. Yeah, and we already covered it right there too with the final thoughts. <laughs> we got Basically, we slipped it yeah. in. <laughs> um, it was said. It was said regardless. Yep. So with that being said, everybody, have a good weekend. We will see you as long as nothing stupid happens. The intentions to go back on to Wednesdays, I think. That works. I'll make whatever we need to have work. We'll make say, it work. Wednesdays usually works for me as long as now that we're out of the holidays. I know two weeks ago it was just family and some bad planning, and then this week was charter spectrum. Charter. Charter rectum. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Charter. Can't win them all. So, with that being said, uh, hopefully we will see you Wednesday. That's the plan. And until next time, peace out. I'm, I completely missed, botched an entire half of the the outro. Thank you for making this a part of your night. <laughs> however, you may be. It's two in the morning, two thirty in the morning. I'm tired. Um, thank you for making us a part of your evening wherever you may be watching and or listening from however you may be watching and or listening until next time ladies and gentlemen peace out stay classy see ya botchamania <laughs>